Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
Do you remember what happened last Friday? As I recall, David running for his life or some shit, and then sending people back in as spies, and then we left on a bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah, because Absalom is coming for the throne. Right, right. And the Bible presented it as that bad guy Absalom, but then we did a little Q&A on Saturday that was like, well, but actually, right. Absalom kind of had a good point. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we find out what happens today, huh? We're going to find out what happens today. All right. So last week was 2 Samuel chapter 15. Mm -hmm. Today is 2 Samuel chapter 16. All right. Let's go get into this. Okay. Okay. 2 Samuel chapter 16. All right. When David had gone a little beyond the summit of the Mount of Olives. Yeah. You know that mount? That Mount of Olives, yeah. Mm -hmm. Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, was waiting there for him. Good old Ziba. Wasn't Ziba... Oh, he was a servant of Mephibosheth. Yeah, that's who he was. But wasn't he like a priest or something like that? I don't recall, honestly. Okay, well, let's see if they tell us what's up. He had two donkeys loaded with 200 loaves of bread. Ooh. 100 clusters of raisins. Hell yeah. 100 bunches of summer fruit. Summer, you know, that's summer fruit. As opposed to winter, spring, right. or fall fruit. Yeah. And a wineskin full of wine. That Hell is yeah. not Just one wine, wine. He's got 200 loaves of fucking bread and yeah. one wineskin. I know. I'm like, you're short, fuck? my guy. Right? Unless, how big is the wineskin? It better be fucking huge. Maybe it's the size of a goddamn donkey. It better be. I'm thinking. What are these for? The king asked Zeba. Zeba replied, the donkeys are for the king's people to ride on, and the bread and summer fruit are for the young men to eat. The wine is for those who become exhausted in the wilderness. But only for, like, one wineskin's worth. Mm-hmm. Then, I, I'm exhausted. you're fucked. I'm exhausted. Do, that wine's for me. Do you drink me. wine when you're exhausted? Like, okay, well, this is back before they realized that you need water. Right. And also, the water was tainty. Okay. So, um... For the longest time, wine was the thing, and then, like, beer was the thing. Right. Okay. You know? So, I mean, that Still. makes sense. All right. I'm not saying it was smart. I'm just saying it's not right. to be unexpected. I gotcha. I gotcha. And where is Mephibosheth, Saul's grandson? The king asked him. Yeah. He stayed in Jerusalem, Ziba replied. He said, today I will get back the kingdom my grandfather of my grandfather Saul. Mm. Okay. Okay. In that case, the king told Ziba, I give you everything Mephibosheth owns. <laughs> okay. He's like, fuck Mephibosheth. Yeah. I bow before you, Ziba replied. May I always be pleasing to you, my lord the king. All right. So, that happened. Mm-hmm. As King David came to Behurim. How's that again? Behurim. Okay. Behurim. Sure. A man came out of the village cursing them. Who's the boy? You son of a bitch. Right. It was Shimei, son of Gera, from the same clan as Saul's family. He uh, threw stones at the king. Oh, shit. Damn. Dude's not, that's not smart. That is not. That's really dumb. David likes to behead people. Right. I'm not throwing stones and at him. And he's got a fucking army and you got mm-hmm. stones. Although, David had a stone one time. He did. And he did pretty well with it. He did pretty well with it. Just saying. According to legend, According, which is yeah. false. Right, right. 
So he threw stones at the king and the king's officers and all the mighty warriors who surrounded him. Get out of here, you murderer, you scoundrel, you goddamn son of a bitch! I made that last part <laughs> yeah, up. I was gonna say. He shouted at David. The Lord is paying you back for all the bloodshed in Saul's clan. You stole his throne. Yeah. And now the Lord has given it to your son Absalom. At last you will taste some of your own medicine, for you are a murderer. Mm. Getting awfully bold there, huh? Well, he's throwing rocks, so. Right. Just, I mean, I'm just saying. It's not saying. like they have a gun, so they can't just, like, shoot him. It's true. It's I mean, true. as long as he can keep throwing rocks. But they can send hundreds of people after him for as long as they want with swords. Sure. So, I mean. But the front guy is always going to get hit with a rock. Right. So I'm not being that first one. Right, right. I might be the, you know, 20th. But he's only one guy throwing rocks, and they might have shields. They might. They just might. Saying. Is this the Iron Age? <laughs> yes, yes. I always forget what age we're in. Yes. Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king, Abishai, son of Zariah, demanded? They just started using the term dead dog. Like, it this popped up earlier. Time. Yeah, no, I know. I'm like, like all of a sudden interesting. So this is now like a it's curse a thing, now. thing or like you, you know. dead dog. Right. You goddamn dead dog. Right. You son of a bitch dead dog. Yeah. You piece of trash dead dog. <laughs> Let me go cut off his head. No. King David said. <laughs> Who has your opinion, you sons of Zariah? What? What the fuck? If the Lord has told him to curse me, who are you to stop him? Remember David has this weird yeah, honor system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. Then David said to Abishai and to all his servants, My own son is trying to kill me. Doesn't this relative of Saul have even more reason to do so? Mm. Leave him alone and let him curse, for the Lord has told him to do it. Right. And perhaps the Lord will see that I'm being wronged and will bless me because of these curses today. (laughs) He's like, just let it be. And also, karma? Did you see the karma just then? I was doing good, God. Right. Hey, God. God's going to be like, wow, you let that guy throw stones at you. We're all good now, man. Yep, yep. Everything's good. So David and his men continued down the road, and Shammai kept pace with them on a nearby hillside, (laughs) cursing and throwing stones and dirt at David. (laughs) You, why I oughta... The king. Would, that's <laughs> that would have been a awesome. great image in my head, you know. Like it, it makes a great image for um, a Monty Python. Right. Yeah. Thing. Totally. Like I could yeah. totally imagine no, that'd it. Be great. The king and all who were with him grew weary along the way. Yeah. <sighs> so they rested when they reached the Jordan River. As he's throwing rocks and yeah. dirt at you. <laughs> They're like, "Can I have some wine?" Right, yeah. Meanwhile, Absalom and all the army of Israel arrived at Jerusalem, Mm. accompanied by Ahithophel. Right. Ahithophel. When David's friend Hushai the Archite arrived, he went immediately to see Absalom. Long live the king, he exclaimed. Long live the king! Mm -hmm. Yeah! Yeah. Is this the way you treat your friend David? Absalom asked him. Why aren't you with him? Oh, I'm here because I belong to the man who's chosen by the Lord and by all the men of Israel, Hushai replied. Yeah. And anyway, why shouldn't I serve you? Just as I was your father's advisor, now I'll be your advisor. Sure. I totally believe him. Mm. Then Absalom turned to Ahithophel and asked him, what should I do next? Right. right. Ahithophel told him, go and sleep with your father's concubines. That nasty. Go sleep with your hundreds of stepmamas. Right? That's really weird. For he has left them here, oh, to look after the palace. Remember? Uh Uh-huh. Remember Nathan said, you are going to get cursed, David, by all of your wives getting humped in the streets. Oh. This is... Is this it? This must be it. I guess. I guess. 
I don't know. Then all Israel will know that you have insulted your father beyond hope of reconciliation. And they will throw their support to you. Because we all love a real good asshole who humps his stepmoms. Yeah. That sounds totally logical. Right, right. You, stepmom humping awesomeness. <laughs> right? <laughs> so they set up a tent on the palace roof where everyone could see it. And so Absalom, it was in sight. It was in sight. Wow. Absalom went in and had sex with his father's <laughs> concubines. God damn. So there had so to have it, been a battlement. So there was that happening. That did happen. That did happen, sort of. Wow. Absalom followed Ahithophel's advice, just as David had done. For every word Ahithophel spoke seemed as wise as though it came directly from the mouth of God. Yeah. The end. Okay. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's a bunch of rape happening. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't be laughing because, like, it's awful. It's awful. But at the same time, like... Oh, shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This it's story. Just, it's just really fucked up. Go really fuck up. your dad's like, concubines, and that will show everybody how was, awesome you are. I was wondering at the time when when they said that... When the straight humping was going right, to occur. Yeah, when that was going to occur. Like, how... How does that, like, legitimately happen, you know? Just like that? And, yeah, just like that. Like, He's that's like, how it happened. Oh, okay. They they put on a show. do 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 Step right up, ladies and gentlemen, and see the wife-humping thing that happens here. Yeah. He go, fuck them all. Get your tickets. Right, right. That's so crazy. To shame David. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And who cares about the women and right. what they feel about right. it? They're yeah. just here to, you know, keep the house and sweep the yard and shit. Right. Yeah, go fuck them. <sighs> these, these people that viewed you as, you know, kind of their childish in a way, you know? I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Maybe he but had they, a lot of fucking wives. I know, but I mean, they did know that he was one of their husband's children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. It's just gross. Yeah. It's just gross. No, it definitely, definitely is. And then the public display of it is even worse. So, yeah. But um, there we are. He's he's having sex with uh, his his dad's concubines. concubines on the roof of the palace. Nice. That's where we're leaving this week off, I guess. I mean, <laughs> like I don't even know what to say. Where like, do you even go from? Yeah, there? I just I don't. I'm I'm kind of at loss for words here. So we didn't really expect that part to come through. I didn't. I thought that was just kind of like left up in the air. That or it was going to so be left happened. up in the air. Yeah, right. So that did happen. So, so I guess Nathan was hearing God, yeah? I mean... Let me ask you this. Is that something that you would just make up in your head? Like, is that something that you would ever imagine? No, but I don't imagine that this stuff was actually said as it was said. So no. Oh, I, no, 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 You know, I don't no. really believe that this happened the way no, it said no, it happened. No, I don't even know that these people existed, okay? Right. Well, I mean, some of them did, but, you But know. these guys, for sure, I don't know. Definitely did things happen the way they say they did? Yeah. <laughs> No. Highly doubtful. I'm going to go with no right. on that one. Yeah. All right. Well, so that was Second Samuel chapter 16. <laughs> it sure as fuck was. <laughs> and, um, and tomorrow we'll be coming back to find out how the fucking went, I guess, in Second Samuel chapter... 17. Yeah. <laughs> Wee! See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> this story's so ridiculous. Right? Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, let's see. Absalom revolted against David, and then also Absalom went on the roof of the palace and had sex with all the stepmoms. 
<laughs> is that the gist of it? Yeah, yeah, with all of um, David's concubines that he left right, behind. Right, right, yeah. Yep, okay. that's pretty much what happened. Okay, all right. Because he's a bitch. Right, right. Because I don't care. I had sympathy for him for about two seconds. Yeah. And then that happened. Right. And I was like, nope, never mind. Sympathy revoked. Right, right. Burn in hell. So um, I do want to make a quick announcement here. Ooh, what is it? And we're just going to give a shout out to a new patron <gasps> what? that we have. Yeah. Uh, so big, big, big thank you to Clara W. Clara W. For becoming our newest patron on Patreon. Wow. Thank you, Clara. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, we really appreciate it. And it's just, it's never not cool to us. It's never not cool. Right? It never ceases to amaze that y'all are so supportive and that you actually like what we're doing. Yeah. And if you'd like to help us out. You know where to head, I think, by now. It's over at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. We got prices ranging anywhere from $2 to 100 So just pick what you like and help us out. And we'll, uh, you know, you know, and then you got like direct access to us and shit. So I know. And we did just release a Patreon members only episode yeah, about and, coffee. And it was fun, you guys. It was. It was. All right. Well. So now we're going to be getting into our episode. We just covered that that was Second uh, Samuel chapter... 16. And we're going into Second Samuel chapter... 17. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, Second Samuel chapter 17. All right. I've got a headline here. But I'm not going to read it because it's not Because <laughs> we're doing of, that new thing where we're not reading them because, you know, we don't want to give away the whole fucking chapter. And it's not part of the original Bible text. Right. As we learned in the last Q&A that we did. Yeah. So. so here we go. Don't have any idea what's happening. Right. None. Well, Although you. last time, you know, we did have the things that happened that we said in the intro. So now there's more. Probably. What? The Absalom. He revolted and then he, you know, had sex with his stepmoms. Well, yeah, but that's a recap. Right. No, I know. I'm just saying we're going forward from there. That's all. Oh, I thought you were like saying, except now um, you know that. No. I'm like, no, that's a not. No. What? No. No. Okay. Okay. Now, Ahithophel urged Absalom, let me choose 12,000 men to start out after David tonight. I'll catch up with him while he's weary and discouraged. Yeah. He and his troops will panic and everyone will run away. (laughs) <laughs> then I will kill only the king, and I will bring back all the people to you as a bride returns to her husband. Wait, so everybody's going to run away except for the king, except yeah, for David? Yeah, yeah, Why? I don't know. Why would David just stay there and be like, uh? <laughs> um, okay, so I have to tell you, I just discovered this evening on Twitter, um, my child brought this to my attention, that there's a Jar Jar Binks translator, and you can take any text and put it through the Jar Jar Binks translator, and it will put it in <laughs> his speech. And so that's like what I'm thinking of when when it's like, but why would everybody run away? Because of David, he's a stay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because that's about how stupid it is, right? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. So... You know, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just so enthralled and entranced mm-hmm. with with that. Yeah, um, Twitter I know. Thing. I know you are. I know you. You could not drag me off of it to get me in here to no, do this. No, it's like fucking two in the morning, and we're doing our podcast because you know had, Jar Jar Binks. 
okay, but I hate Jar Jar, but the translator, like, think of the the most angering political or religious or whatever um, tweet and then put it through the Jar Jar Binks translator and that automatically makes it even stupider and funnier. Got it, yeah. So, you know, it was good stuff. Okay. okay. After all, it is only one man's life that you seek. So he's, like, trying to do his best. He's like, let's just not kill all the people. Just David, right? Right, 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 right. Then you will be at peace with all the people. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to mind. All the guys that went off with David, they're not going to mind. They don't actually like him or anything. Yeah. He's just, you know. Yeah, they're not following him. They didn't just leave the whole fucking city to, right. you know, choose sides with him or anything. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. This plan seemed good to Absalom and to all the elders of Israel. Yeah. It's almost like they're stupid. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, what the fuck makes you think, like you said, that all those people are just going to leave David on his own. Right. And then you guys are going to be able to get in there and kill David. And then all the people will be like, womp, womp, yeah, oh well. Bad plan, bad plan. Yeah. But then Absalom said, said bring in Hushai and Archite. Let's see what he, oh, you know what, let me reread that. Okay. Bring in Hushai the Archite. Okay. Not and Archite. Right. The Archite. Got it. Let's see what he thinks about this. Okay. When Hushai arrived, Absalom told him what Ahithophel had said. Then he asked, what is your opinion? Should we follow Ahithophel's advice? If not, what do you suggest? Yeah. Well... Well, Hushai replied to Absalom. He does not agree. I can take. I take it. This time, Ahithophel has made a mistake. Yeah. You know your father and his men. They are mighty warriors. Right. Right now, they are as enraged as a mother bear who has been robbed of her cubs. I'm just going to stop right here and say um, that is two times that we've had some kind of weird um, simile thing yeah. happen just like in the space of a paragraph right right yeah like um they were saying that um let's see he's weary his troops and, um as a bride returns to her husband right mm-hmm. and now they're saying um as a mother bear who lost her yeah cubs. as a mother bear has been robbed of her cubs right that's just weird right like all of a sudden we're approaching simile and metaphor well, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's been used throughout the Bible. Some uh, not a lot. This is very like let's be poetic and literary. Right. All of a sudden, let's sure. put flowers in it. Like, okay, who was high that day and was like, <laughs> I need to pretty this up. Right. Okay. Right. Yep. I see you. I see you, writer. Yeah. And remember that your father is an experienced man of war. Yeah. He won't be spending the night among the troops. He is probably already hidden in some pit or cave. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. Well, he just goes away. Well, that, that's actually dumb. Why would yeah. you go away from your... Tr- that's really dumb. Yeah. And when he comes out and attacks a few and few of your men fall, there will be panic among your troops. And the word will spread that Absalom's men are being slaughtered. Right. Then... Even the bravest soldiers, though they have the heart of a lion, do they? Do they? I don't know. Metaphor? Yeah. Will be paralyzed with fear. For all Israel knows what a white, whitey warrior. What? Mighty warrior. 
<laughs> I apologize. I'm tired and also dyslexic again. Right. What a mighty warrior your father is and how courageous his men are. Yeah. I recommend... I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's right? not. No, definitely. I recommend that you mobilize the entire army of Israel, bringing them from as far away as Dan in the north and Beersheba in the south. Mm. That way... You will have an army as numerous as the sand on the seashore. <laughs> that is an exaggeration, my friend. As always when they bring that up. The stars in the sky and the sand on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck you on your bad counting. Right. And I advise that you personally lead the troops. <laughs> when we find Dave, that's funny. To Why? Me. You personally, you be up front. You go up front. Okay. That's oh you don't send it it's like it's like when we're watching Star Trek the Next Generation and you know how Picard doesn't go on the away trips but then when we were watching some of the original ones the original series and like um um what's his name Shatner right he always went on every single away team yeah and we were like that's dumb you don't send out your captain yeah but i feel like back lead. then a lot of the times the leaders did lead their troops like they... but it was dumb of them i'm because, not saying it wasn't dumb because they're gonna die they're in front well it's stupid maybe they'll fade to the back you know mm, like... okay i'm just saying right are you are you saying now? Are you taking it back? Are you no, saying no, no. That I'm saying like the, Shatner should was right to go on no, all the away no, no, teams. No, no, no. I'm saying like De or uh, Absalom is gonna like lead the troops right up to the point where he runs into the David's troop, and then he's gonna be like charge, and then he just stands but not. there. Right? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> charges past him, and he just stands there like okay, okay, okay. I'm just and counting. He, I'm just standing here counting. He follows up to you know clean up the mess. Mm. You know. Okay. Well, He's got to rally them, you know? Like, I don't, you got to get them all hyped. I don't think he should lead. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Well, I think that's a bad plan. Okay. Especially back then. You know what I mean? Like, those people, they didn't have antibiotics. They didn't have good weaponry. They, they were dumb, okay? Yeah. He should not be in front. Okay. When we find David, we'll fall on him like dew that falls on the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean... They got some serious it's poetry. It's pretty heavy. They got yeah. this is heavy-handed poetry right. happening here. Yeah. Then neither he nor any of his men will be left alive. We're gonna get them. Right. Get them all. And if David were to escape into some town, you will have all Israel there at your command. Yeah. Then we can take ropes and drag the walls of the town into the nearest valley until every stone is torn down. Because this time blowing horns won't work. Right, and also because knocking down your own fucking villages is very smart. Right, right. I mean, that's exactly what you do when you're trying to find one guy. You definitely knock down your whole entire town. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then Absalom and all the men of Israel said, Mmm, Hushai's advice is better than Ahithophel's. <laughs> <laughs> For the Lord had determined to defeat the council of Ahithophel, which really was the better plan, so that he could bring disaster on Absalom, exclamation point. Okay. We've got the writers of the Bible here telling us that God was, was he should have done what Ahithophel said. That was the better plan. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I Yeah. I mean. That was I a think, weird way to phrase it, though. Right. Like, they just, yeah, okay. All right. I think they're both dumb plans, personally. Right, right. But, but okay. like, 
who did God tell? Like, they, they didn't really say, like, nobody, like, said that God said this, right? No, they're just like... They're just like, God's thinking this over there somewhere. We're guessing what God thought. But apparently, God did want Absalom to win, Mm-mm. maybe. Mm-mm. Well, but he ha- he favored one of the plans. He Yeah, he favored the worst plan so that, quote, he could bring disaster on oh, Absalom. Oh, I see, I yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hushai told Zadok and Abiathar, the priests, what Ahithophel had said to Absalom and the elders of Israel, and what he himself had advised instead. Quick, he told them, find David and urge... Oh, because these are the spies. Yeah. Remember? Right. Find David and urge him not to stay at the shallows of the Jordan River tonight. He must go across at once into the wilderness beyond. Yeah. Makes total sense. Right. Otherwise, he will die and his entire army with him. Yeah. Go, go, go. (laughs) Yeah. Jonathan and Ahimaaz, the sons, have been staying at Enrogel so as not to be seen entering and leaving the city. Arrangements had been made for a servant girl to bring them the message they were to take to King David. Wow, they trusted a girl to bring them that message, Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm, hmm. I guess girls are more than just sperm banks. Right. Interesting. But, uh uh-oh. A boy spotted them at Enrogel, and he told Absalom about it. Fuck that boy. (laughs) So they quickly escaped to Bahiram, where a man hid them down inside a well in his courtyard. Wow. That just gave me goosebumps, and I have the heaps now. I... I cannot stand the thought of hiding in a well. That is <laughs> it's, terrifying. It's not like if somebody finds you, you're fucked. I mean... Like, I mean, oh. seriously, like, there's no... Yeah. You are done. And also, you're completely 100% dependent upon somebody throwing down a rope to get you out. Right, right. Like, I don't know why, but that, like... You know what it is? I think when I was a kid, there was a story about, you know, this kid that fell down a well. Right. And then I've just been scared ever since. Yeah. Like, I don't walk on grates. Because, yeah. you know, you could fall, right? Sure. That grade will break, and then you're going to fall in, and you'll be stuck there forever. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. The man's wife put a cloth over the top of the well and scattered grain on it to dry in the sun, so no one suspected they were there. <laughs> That's smart. Right. I guess. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you look down the well? Uh, I don't know. Pro- if you're, pro- I mean, I if don't you're know. looking for this dude, and that, you that's know a he's crazy hiding. ass place to hide, though. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, but still, it could work. It could work. I mean, okay. When Absalom's men arrived, they asked her, "Have you seen Ahiramaz and Jonathan?" The woman replied, "They were here, but they crossed over by the brook." Right. Uh-huh. Absalom's men looked for them without success and returned to Jerusalem. They didn't go to the brook. No. Why wouldn't they go to the brook? No, they... Um, they went uh, to the brook, oh, they said. No, they looked for them without success. Right, but the woman said that they went. They were here and then they went over across yeah, the brook. they went to the brook. So then they went and looked for them without success and returned to Jerusalem. Oh, I thought they meant they looked for them on their property, like no. they were looking for them there. Okay. Then the two men crawled out of the well and hurried on to King David. Quick, they told him, cross the Jordan tonight! Exclamation point! Yeah. And they told him how Ahithophel had advised that he be captured and killed. Right. Damn. Yep. Like, that shows that he really did pick that other side. Yeah. So David and all the people with him went across the Jordan River during the night, and they were all on the other other bank before dawn. 
When Ahithophel realized that his advice had not been followed, he saddled his donkey, went to his hometown, set his affairs in order, and hanged himself. What the fuck? He's like, you're not going to follow my advice? Damn. Fuck you then, I'll just die. That's crazy. Well, I mean, he's trying to, like, get in good favor with the king, and the king was like, I don't like your plan. Right. Still, it's that's crazy. He, like, I think he realized he picked the wrong side. Okay. All right. You because, um, because he always gave the best advice. Right? right. Right. That's why David sent in spies to try to counter. Right. The advice, and so when, um, what's his name, Ab- Absalom didn't take his advice. He knew. Like right. he knew. Oh shit. Um, I threw in with the wrong guy. Got it. Got it. So he died there and was buried in the family tomb. David soon arrived at Manaheim. By now, Absalom had mobilized the entire army of Israel and was leading his troops across the Jordan River. Mm. Absalom had appointed Amasa as commander of his army, replacing Joab, who had been commander under David. Amasa was Joab's cousin. His father was... Oh, I'm so sorry. This is parentheses voice. Got it. Amasa was Joab's cousin. His father was Jether, an Ishmaelite. His mother, Abigail, daughter of Nahash, was the sister of Joab's mother, Zariah. Okay. Do you care? No. I don't either. I don't. Absalom and the entire Israelite army set up camp in the land of Gilead. Guess what? What? We live in Gilead today. What? Well, I mean, if you uh, watched the show or read the book, um, The Handmaid's Tale, uh-huh. Gilead was, you know, oh, okay. the country that had been taken over by radical religious freakazoids that think that women are nothing better than sperm banks. Right. And that's where we are today. Got it. Got it. So we live in Gilead now. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. When David arrived at Manaheim... He was warmly greeted by Shobi, son of Nahash, who came from Rabbah of the Ammonites, and by Makir, son of Amiel from Lodabar, and by Barzillai of Gilead from Rogalum. Okay. Okay. Those guys. Yeah. They always say these people, like, warmly greet them, but, I mean, there's an army. Yeah. And what are you going to do, you know? Like, fuck off. Right? (laughs) No. Okay. No, you're gonna you're gonna do like that guy did to Rudy Giuliani. Sup, scumbag! Right, right. <laughs> they brought sleeping mats, cooking pots, serving bowls, wheat and barley, flour and roasted grain, beans, lentils, honey, butter, sheep, goats, and cheese for David and those who were there with him. Sounds like a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A barley party, if you will. <laughs> they had barley. Therefore, yeah. it's a barley no, I party. Got it. I got it. I got it. For they said. You must all be very hungry and tired and thirsty after your long march through the wilderness. The end. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they are, you know? like. But what an not... odd place to stop. Right. So can I read the headline now? Yes, read the headline now. The how the how line. The headline was the Council of Ahithophel and Hushai. Oh. Yeah. They wouldn't have really given away that much, I guess. I know, but I couldn't know that not having right, read it right. yet. Right, right, No, I, yeah, I get it. So. so. All right. So that's well, what it was about. It was kind of a boring chapter i mean spies telling david run away and don't need what you like me i was like yeah yeah i mean there was a suicide there was there was and there really should have been a spoiler for that like trigger warning yikes right 
you know hey um don't think that just because your boss doesn't like your plan that you are not a person worthy of life right guys right listeners people you you matter and your boss probably sucks anyway. Definitely. Don't listen to your boss. Usually they do. Don't listen to your boss. Listen to me. Right. Your plan... You, you know what? Even if your plan was trash. Maybe it was. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Maybe your plan was trash, guys. But don't kill yourself over it. Right. You matter. Yeah. Okay? Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that was uh, that was it for today, right? It was it for today. All right. So that was Second Samuel chapter 17. And tomorrow we'll be back for Second Samuel chapter 18. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, there was poetry. There was, actually. Um, I would call it less poetry and more an attempt at uh, literary beauty. Yeah, that. An attempt. Right. But it was overall pretty boring, actually. I mean, from what there, I recall. There was a suicide. Yeah. Still. Ahithophel I mean. um, had thrown in with um, Absalom. And then when his advice wasn't followed, he went ahead and offed himself. Yeah. And yeah. then Hushai was like, get all of Israel all together and let's go attack. Right, right. And so, yeah, that's what they're doing. Okay. So that was Second uh, Samuel chapter... Um, I don't even know. <laughs> chapter 17. And today we're doing Second Samuel chapter 18. 18. Yeah. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Oh, my God. So you know how we decided to stop um, reading the headlines? Yeah. Because they're not part of the original Bible text or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, so I just had to scroll past it so that you <laughs> don't accidentally look at it. And whoo, it's a doozy. Okay, okay. <gasps> well, good to know. It's just, it's a spoiler. Yeah. I want to say it's so bad. That's why we so stopped doing bad. it. So there's spoilers. There's no spoilers. I know. Yeah. It's just that I want to say it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, dang. And then I couldn't say anything. Right. Okay. So, okay. Yep. Second Samuel chapter 18. Okay. Let's find out what the spoiler's all about, or the non-spoiler's all about, huh? It's a big one. Yeah. It's a doozy. Okay. What do you think? I, I have no idea. Okay. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. David now mustered the men who were with him and appointed generals and captains to lead them. He sent the troops out in three groups, placing one group under Joab, one under Joab's brother Abishai, son of Zariah, and one under Ittai, the man from Gath. Okay. You know, the man from Gath. Yeah, right. Okay. The king told his troops, I am going out with you. But his men objected strongly. Yeah. As well they should. Right. See, um, the captain does not go out on the away parties. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. You must not go, they urged. If we have to turn and run, and even if half of us die, it will make no difference to Absalom's troops. They will be looking only for you. You are worth 10,000 of us, and it is better that you stay here in the town and help and send help if we need it. Except for that they could send, like, 20 people around the back and be like, hey, we found you. Surprise! <laughs> Flanking. It's what we do. Right? <laughs> uh, if you think that's the best plan, I'll do it, the king answered. So he stood alongside the gate of the town as all the troops marched out in, hundreds, in groups of hundreds and of thousands. Okay. 
David sent out his ten thousands. Right. <laughs> and the king gave this command to Joab, Abishai, and Ittai. Okay. For my sake, deal gently with young Absalom. But he's coming at you with a larger army. But it's still his son. Yeah, okay. I mean, I get right. it. Okay. He's like, just, you know, don't, like, torture him or anything. Okay, all and right. Yeah, he's he's bad, but, you know, if you're going to kill him, make it quick or something. Right. Or maybe just don't kill him. Right, That's, right. I could see that. Okay, all right. And it's probably good he is staying back. Okay. So that his guys can take care of business without him watching, you know, right. without him, without worrying that the king's going to be like, you're being too mean. right. Right. And all the troops heard the king give this order to his commanders. So the battle began in the forest of Ephraim, and the Israelite troops were beaten back by David's men. Oh. Yeah, go David. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. I'm not a fan of David. I don't know why I cheered yeah, for him I don't just know. now. Really, I'm not a fan of either of these guys, right. if I'm being honest. Yeah. There was a great slaughter that day. 20,000 men laid down their lives. Mm. The battle raged all across the countryside. And more men died because of the forest than were killed by the sword. Because of the forest? You know how those forests, they get you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking trees, man. They're I mean, killing us. Think about the trees in the Wizard of Oz. They threw apples. Right? Maybe that's what was going on. They were throwing maybe, apples. Maybe trees back then threw apples at people. You don't know. Yeah, you I don't know. There. They did say earlier in the Bible not to chop down um, fruit trees. Maybe they were trying to attack the fruit trees. Mm, see? And the fruit trees were like, nah, man. Nah. nah we're good. Or maybe we're they gonna, were like we're the... you. Maybe they were like the Ents from the Lord of the Rings. Right. And they picked up their roots and were like stepping on them or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there was um, rats of... Um, what was it? Rats of incredible size? Oh, rats. Rats of a... Of a yeah. Oh, what is that? What do they call them? From the Princess Bride. Yeah, I just can't um, remember exactly. Rodents. What rodents of unusual size. Yeah. Unusual size. Yeah, yeah. The ra- uh, rodents. Uh, they had some acronym for it, but I can't I remember now like what the acronym was. It's been so long since I've seen the movie. Too oh. long since I've seen the movie. Yeah, yeah, we need to watch that but again, But yeah, clearly. Princess Bride, yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't know what was happening here, but no. the cheese were but problematic. Or the rodents of unusual size. Yeah. Yeah, one of the two. Well, I mean, definitely, it said the trees were getting them. Yeah, yeah. They died because of the trees. Fucking so. trees. Goddamn. Yeah. Trees mean, are always killing us. Except you know? for they help us breathe. Right, so. there's that. No, I, I kind of, I'm partial to trees, actually. If I had to choose between trees and people, <laughs> I'm going to choose trees every goddamn time. <laughs> During the battle, Absalom happened to come upon some of David's men. He tried to escape on his mule. Oh, here we go. <sighs> Okay. But as he rode beneath the thick branches of a great tree... Did the tree kill him? His hair got caught in the tree! <laughs> <laughs> that fucking hair. <laughs> Remember I told you a couple chapters ago? Oh, yeah, just yeah, put the, the hair. hair. Right, yeah. Watch out for the hair. The hair's going to come back. Right, yeah. Oh, I have had this sitting on me for a couple chapters now. <laughs> <laughs> Because of the research that I did, right, right. I accidentally came upon this. Oh, it feels so good to get it out. Yeah. yeah the, his hair got caught in the trees. Yeah, the fucking... His mule kept going and left him dangling in the air. Oh my god, he's like literally being hung by his hair. <laughs> what wow. if David's men saw what had happened and told Joab, Um, I saw Absalom dingling from a great <clears throat> tree. 
What? Wouldn't you just be dying laughing? I am dying laughing. No, I mean like, yeah, but I mean like if you saw that in person, like, what the fuck, man? What kind of soldier are you? Right? Yeah. So Joab's like, you saw him there and you didn't kill him? I would have rewarded you with ten pieces of silver and a hero's belt. (laughs) God, what is wrong with you? Right? He's just hanging there by his hair. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I would not kill the king's son for even a thousand pieces of silver. The man replied to Joab, Right. We all heard the king say to you and Abishai and Ittai, for my sake, please spare young Absalom. Right. And if I had betrayed the king by killing his son, and the king would certainly find out who did it, you yourself would be the first to abandon me. Mm-hmm. This guy's smart. Yeah, he is. He's like, i just passing the fucking message, dude. Right, right. You want to kill him? You go kill him. Right. It's not like he's running away. <laughs> he's just hanging around. <laughs> Uh, enough of this nonsense, Joab said. Then he took three daggers and plunged them into Absalom's heart as he dangled, still alive, in the great tree. Oh, shit. (laughs) Joab's like, fuck you for burning my fucking barley, man. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna get you. He's got some resentment for that dude. Yeah, he does. This was not just a matter of... No, this was about the barley, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Burn my field down. Because I didn't return your text. Get Fuck your you. just dessert here, man. Your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Ten of Joab's young armor bearers then surrounded Absalom and killed him. Wait, the three daggers to the heart didn't do it? He was bleeding out. Oh, okay. And then they were like, now we got permission to kill him quick. We yeah. Get him. Yeah, okay. He's still hanging there by his hair. That's awful. What a fucking horrible way to die. It's... But I mean, you know, kind of. The, the vanity about the hair kind of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. The whole it's thing. Like the, it's like, the, what do they call that gun? The Chekhov's gun, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, they, the hair thing. Is they just hung like, the hair on the mantle. It's, if you hang the hair on the mantle, you have to pull the trigger at right, some point right. in the story. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Then Joab blew the ram's horn and the men returned from chasing the army of Israel. They threw Absalom's body into a deep pit in the forest and piled a great heap of stones over it. Damn, they're not even going to bring the body back to his dad? I think they should. Right? Like, I'd that's like, kind of um, crazy. He got killed in war, and <laughs> his hair is still, some of it's in that tree still over there. <laughs> and all Israel fled to their homes. Yeah, they did. If you're did. hanging there and somebody leaves you there, I mean, don't, you have a sword, right? I have a sword. I I'm cutting, cutting my shit, hair right? off. Yep. Yeah. During his lifetime, Absalom had built a monument to himself. Wow. As you do. Yeah. In the King's Valley. I always build monuments to myself. They're all over the fucking place. You know what? I build monuments to things like um, stickers. (laughs) I have a box full of stickers. And I build monuments to um, um, toys. Like, Mm -hmm. I have toys on my desk. Books. Books. I have a monument to books that's made of books. Like, literally on our desk in front of us is, like, a stack of Kurt's Kurt Vonnegut, Vonnegut and books. George Orwell books. Yep. And Little yep. Mermaid, of course. Of course. And Mark Twain. Because th- those go together. Yeah, I mean. And and then Heidi is on top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're nothing if not eclectic. Right, yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, so he had built a monument to himself in the King's Valley, for he said, I have no son to carry on my name. Wait, but And he's... I'm awesome. 
Wait, who's that? This is Absalom. Oh, okay. He's got okay. no son, so he built himself oh, a monument. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Because I'm awesome. Got it. Because I'm Batman. Right. <laughs> he named the monument after himself, and it is known as Absalom's Monument. Is it still there to this day? To this day! <laughs> <laughs> then Zadok's son Ahimaz said, Let me just run over to the king with the good news that the Lord has rescued him from his enemies. No! Joab said. <laughs> I mean... You, why would you kill him? And I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. It would not be good news to the king that his son is dead. Then why did you kill him, you dumb fuck? You can be my messenger another time, but not today. Hmm. I mean, what, are they just going to lie to him about Sundine? I think he's got to break the news gently, not by some random little messenger guy. Okay. I think he doesn't want to be like, he was dangling. Like, that's so... I think he's like, he was pissed off because he burned his barley and he killed the fucker. And then now he's trying to come up with some story or he's going to lie. He's going to say he was killed in war and I'm so sorry that happened, king friend right. of mine. He's certainly not going to tell him that he was dangling by his hair and he killed him. Right. Because... That is not what you want the messenger to to. But there was the way too many witnesses mm-hmm. to like try to pass this off, you know? I know, I know. Then Joab said to a man from Ethiopia, go tell the king what you have seen. What? what? But they just thought he told somebody not to... Don't tell him. Go tell him. Right? That's weird. Okay. The man bowed and ran off. But Ahimez continued to plead with Joab. Whatever happens, please let me go too. He's so eager to yeah. go say, your son is dead, your son is dead, your son is dead. Something like that. That's weird. Why should you go, my son? Joab replied. There will be no reward for your news. Right. I would not want to be the messenger. David oh, likes to I cut see. heads off. He's like, I'm going to send this dude from Ethiopia because he might die. Mm-hmm. So we're going to test it out with him. You don't need to go. Yeah, yeah. He's He's like, I like you. This guy's. he's just from Ethiopia. Yeah. You know, we don't, whatever. We don't care about foreigners. Right, yeah. You fuck a foreigner, right? Yeah, right. Oh, this is gross. Yeah. I mean... Like, why would they mention that he's from Ethiopia? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Okay, like, on the one hand, I appreciate that he's trying to protect somebody that he hypothetically cares about in some way. Sure. And also, along with that, I understand sending somebody that you know less well to go be the bearer of bad news that's right. going to get killed. Right. But to, on purpose, send somebody to their death... And on top of that, you're only sending this guy because he's from afar is so fucking racist and gross. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I gotta send somebody to die. Might as well be, I don't know, somebody from Ethiopia, I guess. (laughs) Right. I mean. Yeah. Yuck. Yep. That was a good catch. I didn't put that together. Right. Privilege and whatnot. Sure. Distance from the story. Yeah. Yes, but let me go anyway, the dude begged. Joab finally said, all right, go ahead. So this guy's going to die. Dumb, dumb. This guy's going to die, right? He's got to, right? Yeah, that's that's what it seems like. He's so eager to be the... The bearer of bad news. Have you not heard of David who beheads fucking messengers? Right. I've heard of him. Yeah. Ugh. So Ahimez took the less demanding route by way of the plane and ran to Manaheim ahead of the Ethiopian. <laughs> oh my God, he's so fucking eager. He, you know what? He kind of deserves to die because he's a little right. bit of a douche. Yeah. While David was sitting between the inner and outer gates of the town, the watchman climbed to the roof of the gateway by the wall. As he looked, he saw a lone man running toward them. 
He shouted the news down to David, and the king replied, If he is alone, if he is alone, he has news. As the messenger came closer, the watchman saw another man running toward them. Oh, God. He shouted down, Here comes another one! Now they're going to kill him. The king replied, He also will have news? The first man runs like Ahima, son of Zadok, the watchman said. They know what people run like? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean... I know the way Tom Cruise runs. He's famous for That's his true. run. That's true. That's true. Maybe he has a special run. Maybe your he, brother has a special run. He, he does. <laughs> he does. It's special. Sometimes people, you just know the way they run. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. He is a good man and comes with good news, the king replied. Mm, then, no. Then Ahimez cried out to the king, everything's all right. What? He bowed before the king with his face to the ground and said, Oh, oh, oh I'm so excited. Oh, oh, oh. Praise to the Lord your God who has handed over the rebels who dare to stand against my lord the king. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about, dude. Mm, this is so like, are bad. are you really this thick? He is stupid. Right? What about young Absalom, the king demanded? Is he all right? No, he's dead. Ahimez replied, When Joab told me to come, there was a lot of commotion, but I didn't know what was happening. What? 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 You were so fucking excited to yeah, go. Yeah, you wanted to tell him so bad. And now you're wimping out? Right. It's like it just finally occurred to you. Oh, shit. That's your son I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. yeah, maybe, it just, maybe, maybe it just a curse occurred to him, yeah. Wait here, the king told him. So Ahimez stepped aside. Then the man from Ethiopia arrived and said, I have good news from my lord the king. Today the lord has rescued you from all those who rebelled against you. Yeah. But what about young Absalom, the king demanded. Is he all right? And the Ethiopian replied, May all your enemies, my lord the king, both now and in the future, share the fate of that young man. Oh, that was the wrong words. That was the wrong words. Those were not correct. Mm-mm. The king was overcome with emotion. He went up to the room over the gateway and burst into tears. And as he went, he cried out the title of a book we know now today, Oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died instead of you. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. Ah, so there's where it comes from, the yep. loss of his son. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay. That that makes that makes sense, actually. Also the end. Also the end. Okay. <laughs> got it, got it. I, he didn't oh, kill the messenger. He, I'm impressed. Not yet, anyway. He's grown, that's, maybe. That's the end of that chapter. We don't yeah, know. Right. He might, like, start the next chapter with, oh, and he chopped off the head of both guys. Right. But Joab, dude, that guy killed him because of his fucking barley burning. I'm yeah. telling you. Like, this is you what, know what that's about. And I'm sorry. In those times, fair. I mean, I guess, yeah. In those times. Right. In this book. In sure. this story. I guess. I fair. Guess. Right. Plus, you know, he's like... <laughs> Your hair, dude. Your, Your hair. fucking hair. You deserve I can't, this. I can't with you. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine? No. And, no. And the moral of the story is cut your fucking hair right. so it doesn't get tangled yeah. in the fucking Maybe that's trees. why militaries have short hair, because of Absalom. I mean, they have short hair for reasons of it not getting caught, but not specifically right. because of Absalom. But it would be funny if they caught... Like, maybe the Jewish army in Israel... Has like uh, a the rule Absalom. called the Absalom rule. <laughs> the rule of Absalom. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, this book is funny sometimes. I mean, it's sad that people die, but it's so many thousands of years ago that it just doesn't really matter. All it that doesn't much. hit the same as, like, say, I don't know, when you find out somebody that you care about or your neighbor. Right. You know? Now, when you read about, like, in my opinion, when you read about rape and stuff like that, that stuff still hits hard. It will always. That's just 
too it's cruel. disgusting and it's awful. It's cruel. But like a random war and murder, like okay, what it's it's distant. It's you know? to be expected. Right. And I don't know, yeah. But it, but murder is different sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when uh when when Abraham was gonna murder his son, that was that was you know but that involved children. Yeah. That's why. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm gonna always be partial to women and children. Right, right. <laughs> That's always gonna feel gross because they have no say in how their lives go. Yeah. And they're just passing through life trying to get along. Right. Like, let me just live another day. Yep. Whereas men always, always are the ones who decide the fates of the world. Yep. Speaking of deciding the fates of the world, I'm going to decide that we're going to wrap this show up here. Okay. I just wasn't quite done laughing because Absalom died. Yeah. And then he died of his hair. So you could see why I was like really excited to get that out, right? Yeah. No, that was good stuff. I mean, I knew that he was going to die because of his hair and dangling from a tree. And then you saw the the title in today's chapter and you're like, oh. Speaking of which, we were covering the titles. So what was the title? The Death of Absalom. Oh, okay. So, I mean. Yeah. It was straightforward, but it's like, here's where the hair comes in. Right. And you, you knew, I knew how he died. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, it's really rough knowing stuff ahead of time in this book. Because yeah. Because it, it... It spoils things. It does. It spoils things. Hell, even the titles of the chapter spoils things. Yeah. You can't even read this without being, like, given away, so... I know. It's terrible. Yep. So, all right. Okay, well, that, that was uh, that was Second Samuel chapter eighteen. It was, and tomorrow we'll be back for Second Samuel chapter nineteen. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband, wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Absalom got caught up in a tree and then stabbed. Yes. Okay. And then they sent some poor Ethiopian guy to go deliver the news to David. And then David was like crying over it. Well, but the reason that they sent some poor Ethiopian guy was because David has a um, propen- chopping off guys propensity heads toward chopping off people's the deliverer of bad news, and right. so they were like, "Better right. some poor Ethiopian." Right. Yeah. Then, but he didn't get his head chopped off yet. He didn't yet. yet. Yet we don't know for sure that he's not going to get his head to chopped be fair, off. To be fair, to be fair, they only delivered the news that. Absalom died. Not, not how he died. Not the fact that not, he got tangled by his hair and then we stabbed him a thousand times. Not just stabbed him, but Joab stabbed him. Right. He got revenge for his barley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Okay. All right. So that was uh, Second Samuel chapter 18. 18. Mm-hmm. And today we're getting into... Second Samuel chapter 19. All right. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so 2 Samuel chapter 19. Okay. And I have a headline that's not very spoilery, like, in any way whatsoever, so do you want me to read it? Yeah, go for it, I guess. David returns to Jerusalem. So, well, but that is kind of, I mean, well, okay, it's not spoilery because they already beat him. So, like, it's obviously not, he's going to return to Ju- Jerusalem. I mean, so. yeah. Like, okay. how is that spoilery? I don't know. I mean, he goes home. Maybe maybe somebody over. took up the mantle for Absalom and then they kept fighting. That could still happen. I haven't read ahead. Right, right. I mean, I just know he goes there. Yeah. I just feel like that's not spoilery. That's okay. just like, in today's geography. Right, right. Okay, so word soon reached Joab that the king was weeping and mourning for Absalom. I wonder if he was pulling out his hair and renting his clothes. Right, and, yeah. And putting dirt on his face Well, and I mean, stuff. that's what you do when somebody that you care about dies, right? 
Although guess. David wasn't doing it the last time when somebody died. He that one guy was, but not not David. Which what are you talking about? What guy? Uh I don't remember. It was the guy he sent back to Jerusalem because he's like, We can't use you, man, you're useless. I don't remember that. Oh, well, he was one of the um, people that he sent back to to spy on Absalom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, yeah. but I mean, this is his son. Right. No, I know. He should definitely be crying, rolling in the dirt, and tearing his clothes and all kinds of shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I cry when I don't get a phone call from my son. So right, yeah. right. I roll around in the dirt and tear my clothes and <laughs> scream and wail. Right. As all the people heard of the king's deep grief for his son, the joy of that day's victory was turned into deep sadness. Womp, womp. Yeah, I mean, yay, we won, but, ooh, the king's son. Yeah, but it's not like they couldn't have stopped it. I know, it's true. I mean, I'm just saying, they even attempted to kind of stop it. Mm -hmm. Like, the one guy was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, but then Joab was like, nah, man, nah. (laughs) Right. This guy burnt my fucking barley field. Yeah. They crept back into town that day as though they were ashamed and had deserted in battle. They crept back into town because they're worried that David's going to fucking murder them. Behead them left and right. Yeah. The king covered his face with his hands and kept on crying, Oh, my son Absalom! Oh, Absalom! My son! My son! That's some serious crying he's doing there. He's crying. Then Joab went to the king's room and said to him, We saved your fucking life today. (laughs) And the lives of your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your raped concubines. I added the word raped. Got it, yeah. They were. Right. Yet you act like this, making us feel ashamed of ourselves, you asshole. Well, he did ask you to spare Absalom. I'm just saying. Yeah, he did. He did. That was like his one thing that he said. The only thing he said was, go easy on him, yo. Right. I mean, he's an asshole. He's trying to kill me and steal my throne, but he's still my son. Right. And you guys definitely did not go easy on him. Right. So, I mean, if I was Joab, I'd be like, quiet. Right. No, I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't be confronting him like, get over it, Get your shit together. You seem to love those who hate you and hate those you love who love you. Wow, that's very critical. That's harsh. Yeah. And... Whether it's true or not, it's kind of irrelevant. Right. He literally just lost his son. Can you not? I feel like Joab is a little, like, he's feeling he's his oats He's feeling here. his oats. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit, he's being uppity. Yeah. He needs to, he needs to calm his own tits. Yeah. It seems that as if Absalom had lived and all of us had died, you would be pleased. I, I don't get that sense. I think no. he'd be equally upset. He's just upset that his fucking son died. I think Dude. that. I think that if you guys all died and his son lived, he would be just as upset. I feel like he was in a no-win situation. He's going to cry no matter what because right. he didn't want either his son or his people to die. Right. But at the end of the day, he did send his people out to take Absalom. So, I mean... Right. He can't be mad exactly. Right. But, well, he doesn't quite know exactly what okay, happened but either. So. He knows that he was killed in battle. Right. So... Right. But he doesn't know he was dangling by his fucking hair and Joab right. stabbed him, though. But I'm just saying, like, somebody somebody was going to die and it was either going to be all of his men or Absalom. And either way, David was going to be very upset. But not at that point. Like, at that point, he could have saved, his men would have been fine and he could have saved Absalom. I guess. I don't know. Because they were already routing the, the Israelites at that point. I guess. It just feels to me like Joab needs to shut the fuck up. Well, he definitely, he definitely needs to shut the fuck up because he's about to get himself killed. Maybe. You know, if he says the wrong thing. Now go out there and congratulate your fucking troops. So I swear by the Lord that if you don't go out, not a single one of them will remain here tonight, asshole. Then you will be worse off than ever before. Yeah. 
Shut up, Joab. Jesus. Right. And Joab's, I think Joab's like gunning to take his job here. I think Joab's he's like, like, if you don't get out there and do it, I'm going to do it. Or, no, I don't think he's trying to steal the kingship. I think he's just like, if you keep mourning, then everybody's going to tell you how it happened. And maybe if we could just hurry up and get past this, you'll never <laughs> right, know. Right, right. That's, That's what I think. So the king went out and took his seat at the town gate. And as the news spread throughout the town that he was there, everyone went to him. Meanwhile, the Israelites who had supported Absalom fled to their homes, as well they should. Right, yeah. But they fled to their homes. They didn't flee the city. They were just like, I'm going to sit this party out. Right. So that's cool. They weren't like totally afraid. Right. They don't know that their heads could be on the line. Right, right. And throughout all the tribes of Israel, there was much discussion and argument going on. The people were saying, the king rescued us from our enemies and saved us from the Philistines. But Absalom chased him out of the country. Now Absalom, whom we anointed to rule over us, is dead. Why not ask David to come back and be our king again? <laughs> I, um, I think he just kind of just took over. He, he's still your king, right? But they they're saying that we anointed this guy, and you know, you know, we removed David as our king. So now maybe we should you guys reanoint David? Okay, this is like this is like if the South is like you know in America is like, well, we totally fucking lost, and now the North is back again, and why don't we make them be our president? No, right. you, don't, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You lost. Right. You fucking lost. Yeah. The winner is the winner, and the winner rules. The end. That's right. the way that goes. Right. Sucks to be you, I guess, but, you know, you don't get to be like, hmm, you won. I wonder if I should make you my leader. Right. The fact that he won makes him your leader. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. Am I crazy? Am I getting it wrong? No, I, I think that's correct. Okay. Yeah. Then King David sent Zadok and Abiathar, the priests, to say to the elders of Judah, Why are you the last ones to welcome the king back into his palace? For I have heard that all Israel is ready. You are my relatives, my own tribe, my own flesh and blood. So why are you the last fucking ones to welcome back the goddamn king? Weren't they the ones that were working for Absalom or something? I thought that they were working for David as spies. Oh, that could be, yeah. And David told them to tell Amasa, Since you are my own flesh and blood like Joab, may God strike me and even kill me if I do not appoint you as commander of my army in his place. How about nobody strikes God dead? How about about God God doesn't strike anybody dead? May God strike me if I don't appoint you. How about just you're appointed? (laughs) Right. Yeah. You could just say, guess what, guys? I'm appointing this bastard over here. Right. Like you don't have to say May God strike me dead if I don't appoint you. Right, you just do it. Just appoint him. You're king. It's good to be king. It's good to be the king. Then Amasa convinced all the men of Judah, and they responded unanimously. They sent word to the king, return to us and bring back all who are with you. So the king started back to Jerusalem. Okay. And when he arrived at the Jordan River, the people of Judah came to Gilgal to meet him and escort him across the river. All right. Sounds like we're about to wrap up this happy story, yeah, right? Yeah, it's all good, right? Shammai, son of Gera, the man from Behurim and Benjamin, hurried across with the men of Judah to welcome King David. A thousand other men from the tribe of Benjamin were there with him, including Ziba, the chief servant of the house of Saul, and Ziba's 15 sons and 20 servants. They rushed down to the Jordan to meet they the king. They have more servants than they have sons? Yeah. Jesus. Well, that's a servant per child, so one servant to take care of each child, plus... Let's see, a gardener, a cook, a housekeeper. I don't know who the what the other two but are for. That's ridiculous. That's like, I mean, that's just <laughs> fucking overkill. Uh, 
even fuck? even one slave is overkill. Well, yeah, but, but I'm I, just saying. Like, I'm like I'm trying to assign them each duties. So you've got twenty, right? Yeah. So fifteen sons. That's one servant per child. Sure. Right. The guy so fifteen and his wife. are taken care of. The guy and okay. his wife. Okay. Oh, those are the other two. Okay. Right? Yeah. And cook, groundskeeper. Maybe he even has daughters. I don't know. I, we can't ever tell in these. Oh, they don't need books, servants. So. They can just. Cry oh yeah, that's in their right. They basically and... are servants, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. They crossed the shallows of the Jordan to bring the king's household across the river, helping him in every way they could. David's mercy to Shammai. Oh, that's a new section. Oops. <laughs> it's not highlighted. It's not. Well, now we know. Now we know. That's not my fault. It's all right. This is just right. bad. We're, we're badly thinking, done. I mean, yeah, whatever. It's all so bad. that's a headline, and that's about to happen. Okay. Sorry he's, for the he's spoiler. Got, he's got some mercy coming. coming. To some guy named Shammai. Yeah, that. Shammai. Or a place. Shemai. Or you know, an area or his tribe or I think Shammai is a guy. Okay. The guy Shammai. The guy Shammai, huh? As the king was about to cross the river, Shammai fell down before him. See? Oh, no, yeah. I was right. Yeah. My lord, the king, please forgive me, he pleaded. Forget the terrible thing your surgeon... Surgeon. Surgeon. <laughs> Forget the terrible thing your servant did... When you left Jerusalem, may the king put it out of his mind. What? I know how much I sinned. He's saying, I was bad. Please don't okay. kill me. All right. That is why I've come here today. The very first person in all Israel to greet my Lord, the king. Then Abishai, son of Zariah, said, Shammai should die for he cursed the Lord's anointed king. Wow. But I mean, he's being brave and saying, yeah, yep, like, I so I fucked up. up. I was wrong. You were right. You're pretty. I'm ugly. Please right. don't kill me. Yeah. I don't want to leave. And you can't, like, go around killing all the Israelites. They're going to be your, you know, subjects. So. Not only that, but it's like, you if you show mercy to this guy, then all the other people will love you all the more. Right, yeah, show some goodwill, man. Yeah, yeah. Who has your opinion, you sons of Zariah? David <laughs> exclaimed. I need that on a shirt. I know, right? Who asked your opinion, you son of Zariah? Instead <laughs> of son of a bitch, he's like, yeah. you son of Zariah. Oh my gosh. Why have you become my fucking adversary today? This is not the day for execution. For today, I am once again the motherfucking king of Israel. Hell yeah. Then, turning to Shammai, David vowed, your life will be spared. That was nice of him. That was nice of him. Yeah. We kind of saw that coming. Right. So, I mean, because of the, the title. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. It's all sorry. good. It's all good. I fucked that up. That was all me, my lord, my king. I apologize for reading the headline. <laughs> can I still live here? Yes, yes. Can you I may. still can I still cook dinners for you and yeah, be your wife? Of course. Whatever. <laughs> we order out as often as we cook dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Now Mephibosheth. That is so hard to say. Yeah. Say it. Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. It's hard, right? It is. Do you want this job now? I no. Okay, I was just checking. Yeah. So I still have this job. You still have that job. Because it's hard. It's hard work. Wife keeps her job, headline. <laughs> Husband shows mercy. <laughs> now Mephibosheth. Saul's grandson came down from Jerusalem to meet the king. He had not cared for his feet, trimmed his beard, or washed his clothes since the day the king left Jerusalem. Mm. Why didn't you come with me, Mephibosheth? The king asked him. Mephibosheth replied, My lord the king, my servant Ziba deceived me. I told him, Saddle my donkey so I can go with the king. For as you know, I am crippled. Ziba has slandered me by saying that I refused to come. Oh, I remember that. 
but I know that my lord, the king, is like an angel of God, so do what you think is best. All my relatives and I could expect only death from you, my lord, but instead you have honored me by allowing me to eat at your own table. What more can I ask? That's, yeah. Yeah. He's right. saying, he's like, it's up to you, man. Right. You know the deal. You yep. know who I am. Right. I owe you everything. I wouldn't betray you. Zeba was a dick. Right. You've said enough, David replied. I've decided that you and Zeba will divide your land equally between you. Give him hmm. all of it, Mephibosheth said. I'm content just to have you safely back again, my lord the king. Yeah. He's like, I'm not taking anything you know, that's above and beyond what I'm allowed to live. <laughs> right, right. I don't ever want it said. Yeah. Barzillai of Gilead had come down from Rogalim to escort the king across the Jordan. He was very old, 80 years of age, and very wealthy. He was the one who had provided food for the king during his stay in Manaheim. No, Mahan Mahanaim. Okay. Manaheim. I like that better. <laughs> Come across with me and live in Jerusalem, the king said to Barzillai. I will take care of you there. No, he replied. I am far too old to go with the king to Jerusalem. I'm 80 fucking years old today. Yeah. And I can no longer enjoy anything. Plus, he's rich. He's got, you know, everything. So. I hope when I'm 80 that I'm not beyond enjoying anything. Right. Yeah. I will always like stickers and glitter <laughs> and Sharpies, even when I'm 80, I hope. Right. Food and wine are no longer tasty, and I cannot hear the singers as they sing. Mm. I would only be a burden to my lord, the king. He just needs to go swimming, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Or go ride a horse. You can right. still ride a horse when totally. you're 80. Right. Not that I like horse riding. I don't like horses. Right, right. But, you know, I don't wish harm on them. Right. Or people who ride them, whatever. Yeah. Just go across the fucking Jordan River with the king is all the honor I need. Then let me return again to die to my own town, where my father and mother are buried. He's a grouchy, cranky old man. Sounds like it, yeah. But here is your servant, my son Kenum. Let him go with the lord, the king, and receive whatever you want to give him. Right. Good, the king agreed. Yeah. Kenum will go with me, and I will help him in any way you would like, and I will do for you anything you want. I mean, I'll take a massage because I'm fucking old. <laughs> Maybe you could have a woman sit on me and hump me because I ain't fucking her. Jesus. I don't know. I'm old. I'm an old man. What do I want? I don't like nothing. Right. He doesn't like nothing. So. I don't like nothing. Yeah. So all the people crossed the Jordan with the king. After David had blessed Barzillai and kissed him, Barzillai returned to his own home. Then the king then crossed over to Gilgal, taking Kinnam with him. Okay. All the troops of Judah and half the troops of Israel escorted the king on his way. But all the men of Israel complained to the king, The men of Judah stole the king and didn't give us the honor of helping take you, your household, and all your men across the Jordan. Uh, Seriously? We, we wanted to help you and you let them help you. And that's uh, petty fucks. Right. The men of Judah replied, uh, the king is one of our own kinsmen. Why should this make you angry? Right. We haven't eaten any of the king's food or received any special favors. Besides, you fuckers are the ones that were just at war with him. Yeah, I know. So, whatever. So, I don't know. Eat my ass, man. Shut right? it. Right, yeah. But there are ten tribes in Israel, the others replied. So we have ten times as much right to the king as you do. But what you, right do oh. you have to treat us with such res contempt? I hate these people sometimes these people are fickle fucks They're like we hated you yesterday but today why the fuck didn't you give us all the glory god damn it we want to love you why won't you let us love we're gonna kill you right right we're gonna kill you since you didn't let us love you <laughs> what you this is where incels are related okay <laughs> these these people are just weird they are weird 
Weren't we the first to speak of bringing him back to be our king again? Yes, after you fucking rejected him, assholes! Right? Oh my god. The argument continued back and forth, and the men of Judah spoke even more harshly it's than it, the men of Israel. It's, it's, already, it's already fucking done. It's done. They already did it. It's already what does it fucking done. matter at this point? I don't, I don't like, know. What do they want? But it's done. It's over. The end of that chapter. They want a fucking blood sacrifice from the tribe of Judah or something they or what? They want another war. These guys are not happy unless they're warring. It's a even bunch of, amongst each other. Just stop fucking fighting, guys. Just stop. Just calm down for two seconds and enjoy your fucking wine. Right. And your bread. I don't think the king wants to hear you bitching about not being able to carry his shit. He's going to be like, <laughs> he's going to be like, fuck off, man. He's like... He's the anti-Oprah, and you carry my shit, and you carry my shit, and you carry my shit, and you clean my shit. You know what? If I was David, I'd be like, you know what? You're right. You didn't get to help. Take that shit, pull it back across the river, and then bring it back across, okay? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you guys get to share in the glory. Everybody's happy. Right. Whatever. All's good. Okay? Mm-hmm. No heads get And then I don't want to hear another fucking neck. word about it. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you tell your kid? You keep arguing, I'm going to make you go back up the stairs and walk down again without stomping. Right. Like, oh, remember when our kid was like four or five and used to slam doors? And so we would make make him um, go open and shut the door ten times without (laughs) slamming it. Oh, he used to hate that shit. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, he did. He used to hate it. You don't slam doors in my house. No. You got practice if that's the way you're going to do it. Right, right. That's what that's what he needs to do. He needs to make him go open and close the door ten times. Yeah, nicely and quietly without slamming. I, it. I mean, seriously, I would have him take all my shit, yeah. go back across the river, and then bring it back across the river. And there you go. Yeah, it helped. Done. Great. Now get over it and move on. And, and shut the fuck up. We got plenty of other shit to argue about. There's still some loose, I don't know, Philistines and Canaanites and what the yeah, fuck ever. Yeah. Go fight them. Go and fight. And we'll the bad probably guys. be at war again in another year or two because yeah. you know, that's just what we do. Right. Do we have to start today, though? Right. Can we just skip a week or two? Just a week. I mean, I still, I'm still mourning my son. Yeah. You know, like cut me some slack here, guys. That that you guys made king, assholes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's dead because of you fuckers. So. I mean, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, that was Second Samuel chapter 19. And then tomorrow we're gonna be doing Second Samuel chapter 20. All right. We'll see you guys then. Boy. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I've been in a lot of pain and it just, my, my brain, I actually like read it literally today, just like a few minutes ago. Oh. And then pain shot through my back and it was like, nope. Yeah. What did you, sorry. What did you do to hurt your back? Not sure, but it's not fun. No, it's not fun watching you in pain either. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you're hurting, husband. It's all right. I will live through this. Well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what happened yesterday was um, David came home after war. You right, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yay, let's go home. And the people are like, awesome. And then... Um, the guys that had basically seceded from the nation oh, the, were like, oh. let me carry your shit. That's right. They wanted to carry the stuff over the... Yeah. Like, and like, dudes, we're already there. Yeah. And, and they're like, you never let me do anything. Right. And yeah. then they're probably going to war again. I mean, that's then, just like what always happens. Mephibosheth, so. the kid with the messed up feet from yeah. getting dropped. Right. He's like, I totally was true trying to... 
come be with you, but, you know, your Zeba or whatever the fuck he his name is, he lied to you and told told you that I didn't want to go, but... And he had given... It occurred to me after... Like, yeah. we didn't really cover it then, but, like, David had given Zeba, like, all of Meshivafeth yeah. land, and then David's like, I'll give you half of it back. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. That's shitty. Right. And Meshivafeth, I can't say it. Mephibosheth is yeah, like... He's like, whatever. Nah, whatevs. I'm just grateful to even still be alive and eating at your table. I'm like, dude, that guy betrayed you and I'm cool. And you're like, what? What's cool? What's going on here? But think about it. Like, Mephibosheth ain't the one out there on the land. He don't care. Right. That's true. He's like, can I still have the good bedroom? Right. In the palace with <laughs> yeah, you? Right. Do I yeah. still get to eat at your table? Yeah. I mean, okay. whatevs. Fair enough. So, also, he's... Like, not trying to rock any boats, because, you know, David is fickle. David right, it's might true. chop his head off, so Mephibosheth totally just wants to be, I'm the most chill kid in the world. It's whatever, man. Yeah. Like, I'm good, I'm good. Right. Just, you know, pass the smoke, toke. Yep. Okay. Well, that so. was uh, Second Samuel chapter... 19. 19. And today, we're going to get into Second Samuel... Chapter 20. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so Second Samuel chapter twenty, and I had to scroll down to cover up the headline because <laughs> it gives it away, huh? It, well, yeah, I think it indicates something. I mean, that that's might why we happen. stop saying it because it always yeah. gives it away. Something the Bible is, is gonna not happen. good at hiding what's coming up. No, no, no so spoilers. We're gonna darling. hide it for them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Also, before we start reading this, I just want to tell you we are almost done with Second Samuel. Wow. Yeah, there's. After this, um, only four more chapters. So we will finish Damn, it up next week. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. Do you remember what comes after Second Samuel? First Kings. That's right. Very yeah. good. I'm getting better at this shit. Yeah. That's because like, I test you every so yeah, often. Like, like every, every few days. Day. Not every day. Every Just few about. days. I'm like, do you remember what books yeah. of the Bible? And you can get through. You Chronicles. can list through Second Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. So good that's right you. now, yeah. That's more than either of us have ever known. I, yeah, I don't think I could have got the first three before. Well, let's see. Genesis, Exodus. Yeah, I, I couldn't have got the first three before we started you reading. You didn't this. know Leviticus. I, it's not that I didn't know of it. I didn't know what order it was mm-hmm. in. Now I know what order it's in. Okay. And I know where to place it in the whole scheme of things. Got it. And it's not that I don't know other books besides the ones that we, you know, through the Second Chronicles. It's just that I don't know where they go right now. Right. So. Right. I honestly, I don't think I know any other books. Like you do know Revelations. That it's just one Revelation. Revelation, yeah. Sorry, but shit. isn't that in the New Testament? Oh, you're talking about. Oh, specifically, you're going to Old Testament then. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like the only New Testament ones I specifically know are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because duh, and then Acts. Yeah. Okay. I yeah I don't know I mean. I know that I'll know them, like, when I hear the names, because I've heard them before. Like, I know that there's a book of Ezra, Wait, there, is, but I don't is Psalms know. Psalms a part of Old Testament? Psalms, yeah, but I don't okay. know if it's old or new. I think Psalms is old. Is it? Okay. But I don't, like, book of Ezra. I don't know if that's old or new. It's got, sounds I know old. it's a book, but sounds I Sounds old to me. I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Seriously. I know that there's a Songs of Solomon or Book of Solomon. I don't fucking that's know. That's gotta be old, because we got, like, that's gotta be part of... Or is Psalms of Solomon, is that, um... Is that the name of, like, a literature book, and I'm just <laughs> confusing be. it as a Bible book? I yeah. don't fucking know. I don't either. 
Yeah. Anyway, we're going to find out eventually. Yeah, so. sorry. I don't know why I went on about that. But we're almost done with Second Samuel, yeah, so that's very exciting. that's great, yeah. Okay, chapter 20. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. There happened to be a troublemaker right here in River City. <laughs> you quote that, movie, that, that show more often than anything else in this podcast, I think. You were right the first time. It is a movie. Well, but it, yeah, okay. It was a musical. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean... I don't think I quote it more than any other. I also do a fair bit of Ghostbusters and Star Wars. But there's always trouble. Right here in River right City. Right here in River City, yeah. It's not my fault. Okay. I didn't put it there. Just for anybody that doesn't know, it's from Music Man. Well, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Both versions. Right. The, oh, why can I never remember his name? Um, the, Matthew Broderick? No, not Matthew Broderick. Of course Matthew Broderick, oh. but that's the more recent version. Okay. The, original movie version before that i cannot remember the main actor's name but i can remember that he was in the last starfighter ah that's where i know him from okay because i saw the last starfighter before i saw the music man yes i know that's a travesty and i apologize but you know i was a child and not in didn't have control of that basically yeah, i yeah. didn't get the remote control until several years later gotcha okay Kay. so there's a troublemaker right here in river city right or the bible named sheba son of bikri okay that sounds about right a man from the tribe of benjamin damn benjamin, benjamin. it's always benjamin causing the problem benjamin Assholes. is the music man dan never causes these problems <laughs> no, no not, not lately anyway <laughs> Sheba blew a ram's horn and began to chant, Down with the dynasty of David! We have no interest in the son of Jesse! Come on, you men of Israel! Back to your homes! Oh, they're already starting to trouble... They're like, fuck this shit, we're not gonna accept this guy. I told you, like, they're at like, the end, yeah. war is a brewing already. But why would you... He, David just beat all of Israel. Like, he has, like, mm-hmm. two tribes, and, and Israel has, like, ten tribes, and they were mm-hmm. like... We're going to fight you. And then David's like, bring it on. And then they're like, okay. And then they did. And then they lost. And mm-hmm. now they're like, we've got one tribe that's against them still. So we're mm-hmm. going to try it again yeah. with one tribe because this will go better. And anyway, David is supposedly anointed by God. So what's your fucking beef? Just go home and shut up. Ah, who knows? Right? Yeah. I don't know. So all the men of Israel deserted David. Of course they did. <laughs> and followed Sheba, son of Bikri. <laughs> that was quick. My God, it was... Like what they the were fuck? literally just trying to be bootlickers and carry a it shit across like the David's river. It sounds like David's a pretty shitty leader because they just keep jumping ship. They're like, wait, who else wants to shot at this? Okay, Anybody? you Anybody? know what? I am not going to disagree with you there. David does sound like a pretty shitty leader, but I'm also going to say that these people suck. Well, they want stupid. a war all the time. They're really stupid. They're so stupid. Like David keeps winning and they keep going, hey, let's go die some more. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what you think of the dude, he keeps winning. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You like just, you're like, he must be a bad leader and I'm I'm saying, yeah, I'm sure he is, but also the people suck. And the, they all suck. You know, the implied thing he, he obviously sucks, like based on the people's th- thoughts of him, right? Mm-hmm. But he also apparently has God's favor, mm-hmm. which you know, but God doesn't really speak up much about it anymore. It's not like you no. hear from God. Right. You hear from Nathan, Nathan. or like a dream yeah. sort of like third hand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, there's just never, like, a direct... It's never right there anymore. No, the witness of God is gone. Right? It yeah. really is. But the men of Judah stayed with their king and escorted him from the Jordan River to Jerusalem. Damn, he was not even home yet. Right, yeah. No, they the, were already, they're already like, conspiring with a new king. Gosh. 
Jesus. When David came to his place in Jerusalem, he took the ten concubines he had left to look after the palace and placed them in seclusion. Did you say cute concubines? No, I started to say cucubines. Oh. (laughs) And... Because, you know, I have a problem. Yeah, no, it's just the way you said it sounded like cute concubines. Basically, no. Basically, what happened was I stuttered. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for calling me out on that. No, I just, I, it sounded like cute concubines. So no, I mean, it was. But that would make for a good t-shirt right there. Cute, cute. concubines. No. No? That's no. gross. Okay. No. Right? <laughs> no. So, you know, his rape wives. Yes, yes. Yeah, that he left behind. Right. He put them in some... <sighs> See, I'm having a hard time talking. Yeah. He put them in seclusion. Their needs were provided for, but he no longer slept with them, you know, because they're gross now. Well, and his son slept with them on the fucking roof. Yeah, because they're. So, that's what I said. They're yeah. gross now. Right. So each of them lived like a widow until she died. That's horrible. I mean. Like, I'm, they're in seclusion. Not just like. Maybe they want to be that way at this point. Like, think about it. Think about it. Back then. Their lives were already miserable, right? I, yeah, I guess. Maybe they're like, good, we just want to be left alone. It's just like, they're they're treated one step above, like, livestock. At least they don't kill them mm-hmm. for being Having fucked been over. Raped. Yeah, right. But they seclude them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and in some cases, they might kill them. It sure. just doesn't make it into the Bible all that often. Right. And in this just case, I think... They were trying to show that David was a nice guy for not killing I guess. his 5,000 wives that... You know, he is king. He could probably, like, set them free if he wanted to. But what life would those women have? I don't know. If your king says that you no longer have this stigma, the people aren't going to be like, you have a stigma because it's... That's your... not true. Well... You think that stigma just comes willy-nilly re- regarding, like, what the leader you're says? You're right. You're right. You're right. Because um, we have a leader currently that says that women have bodily autonomy. But the first time that somebody says, I want to be allowed to get an abortion if I want to, everybody's like, ew, slut! Like, women who like to have sex are somehow disgustoid. Right. You know? Right. Like, I don't, I don't think that what you're saying is correct. I just think that David had a little bit more sway than, you know, our current leader's. Of this world okay, do. David keeps being at war. He does not have time for social change. <laughs> Seriously, he's not even home from war with his people while his people are literally about to war you him know, again. To be fair, he didn't really go into war the last time. He stayed home the last time. With he his son? At, he stayed at camp. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's coming home from that. Right. He's on his way home from war. I got it. I got it. And his people are already like, but I'm not done warring you. Let's right. go again. No, it's ridiculous. And that's for sure. And you're trying to, like, have him invoke social change. Yes. That's silly. You're okay. silly. Okay. Then the king told Amasa, mobilize the army of Judah within three days and report back at that time. <laughs> like, He's so again. tired. Yeah. So Amasa went out to notify Judah, but it took him longer than the time he had been given. Womp womp. He didn't Amasa the army quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Right, yeah. <laughs> then David said to Abishai, Sheba, son of Bikri, is going to hurt us more than Absalom did. Ghoul, quick, take my troops and chase after him before he gets into a fortified town where we can't reach him. Yeah. It's so funny, like, listening to them, like... Run around like a caveman in circles. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are prehistoric. 
<laughs> you guys don't have cell phones. <laughs> I mean, it's but it's better though. You know, like mm-hmm. when war becomes impersonal, Im- impersonal. Yeah, it's it's worse in my of opinion. Of course, because you can kill hundreds of thousands with zero right. remorse. Yeah, for any one individual death. Right. I know. I'm just making fun of them because they're like, go chase them. Right. Right. So Abishai and Joab, together with the king's bodyguard and all the mighty warriors, set out from Jerusalem to go after Sheba. Okay. As they arrived at the Great Stone in Gibeon, Amasa met them. The Great Stone. That, you know, the Great Stone in Gibeon. But they had all these rock piles all over the fucking place, and this is the Great Stone? It's not even capitalized. Oh, it's not even capitalized. It's that that boring. It's some Great Stone, you you know. know, the Great Stone. Whatever. Whatever. Joab was wearing his military tunic with a dagger strapped to his belt. As he stepped forward to greet Amasa, he slipped the dagger from its sheath. Oh. Sheath, not sheath. Right, sheath. Yeah. yeah. This is scary. What's going to happen? I don't know. How are you, my cousin? Joab said, and took him by the beard with his right hand as though to kiss him. Oh. Amasa didn't notice the dagger in his left hand, and Joab stabbed him in the stomach with it so hard that his Insides gushed out onto the ground. Wait, what is going on here? Is there some like uh, some mutiny know. going on, what's, or what? What's happening? Uh, I'm I don't know. He's killing Amasa. Right. What the fuck? This is crazy. Amasa was a mass in the army. Yeah. Joab and his brother Abishai left him lying there and continued after Sheba. What the fuck happened? I. I don't know. We have some questions okay, now. I definitely have some fucking questions. One of Joab's young men shouted to Amasa's troop, If you are for Joab and David, come and follow Joab! Yeah. Was he like, I, did I miss something? Was he like did David say, cratering or something? Kill him? I just I don't, don't, I don't I don't understand what's going on. Um, like, I must have... I feel like I missed something here. I probably did. Because, you know, pain. But... I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I missed. Um, okay, hold on. Massa took him longer. David said, he's going to hurt us more than quick. Take my troops and chase after him. I don't I don't get it. I don't know. Okay, all right. I, so I we thought, got a question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, unless they clear it up. Okay. So. Okay, so. Which they probably won't. Cut him open. I mean, it could go either way, right, really. Right, yeah. Cut him open and his insides and he's bleeding. Okay, so Amasa's dead. Amasa's dead. And everybody's like, follow David and Joab. Yeah, Right, woot. okay. But Amasa lay in his blood in the middle of the road, and Joab's man saw that everyone was stopping to stare at him. So he pulled him off the road into a field and threw a cloak over him. Yeah, that's probably smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. With Amasa's body out of the way, everyone went on with Joab to capture Sheba, son of Bikri. La la la. That's so Move, great. Just right, moving right along. Yeah, dead people suck. Get them right. out of our sight so we don't have to see the and, dead people. And we, we won't tell anybody why we killed him. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not important. Uh, I don't get it. Maybe it was because he didn't amass that army quick enough. But it, I just, I I don't think that's what David meant. Okay. I mean, I'm putting a guess on that. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm totally just, I'm, I'm I a little bit think, blown away here. I don't think David was like, Joab, go kill Amasa and finish the job. I didn't hear that anywhere anyway. Did like, you? he just said, oh, this Sheba Bikri guy is like, shit. And Amasa didn't get it fast enough. Man, go go get go kill um, Sheba Bikri guy. Right, right. Like, that's what I heard. I don't know. Joab seems to be taking a lot of things uh, on his own. He's he's getting know. uppity. Right. So I don't I don't know. Maybe it's Joab. Maybe maybe this is like Joab. Like maybe he's not 
exactly as loyal of a um, follower follower of David as we yeah. think. I mean, he, he still did. chose the line for David, but like so far. But he did kill Absalom, so. Right, but that was not exactly David's wish. No, I know. I, yeah, that's what okay, I'm saying. Okay. I agree with you. Got it. Meanwhile, Sheba traveled through all the tribes of Israel and eventually came to the town of Ab... Uh, what is it? Abelbeth... Ab- Abelbeth... Abel- Applesauce? <laughs> Abercrombie. <laughs> of Abelbeth Makah. Mm. All the members of his own clan, the Bickrites, assembled for battle and followed them, followed him into the town. Bickrites assemble! Oh my god, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> when Joab's forces arrived, they attacked Abel, Abel Beth Macaw. <laughs> okay, shut up, look. I'm going to show you this. No, I, bl- I mean, I, I know. A- Abel a- Beth Macaw. Is it Abel Beth Macaw? That's what I would say. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm sorry. So, okay, when Joab's forces arrived, they attacked Abel Beth Macaw. They built a siege ramp against the town's fortifications and began battering down the wall. But a wise woman in the town called out to Joab. Listen to me, Joab. Yeah, Joab. Come over here so I can talk at you. Yeah. As he approached, the woman asked, Are you Joab? Yes, I am. I am, he replied. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, Listen carefully to your servant. I'm listening, he said. That's his servant? She's his servant? Yeah. Okay. She said, Listen to me, stupid. And he's like, Okay. All right, all right. Then she continued... There used to be a saying. Oh, I love sayings. Is it? She, he's is he too close, and he's gonna get like a millstone thrown down on him? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying that could be cool. That was a saying, right? Don't get too close because you get a millstone yeah, thrown yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, that could be cool. I'm just a thought. Mm-hmm. Is that something that happened? Yeah, remember the that was it. Somebody, it was somebody got too close to the wall, and then they threw a millstone down on him, and they killed him. Oh, I don't remember it. Oh, I have uh, zero memory. I'm sorry. Apparently. I suck. It, okay. It didn't stick. It wasn't. I can't remember enough. who it was at this point, but it wasn't that long ago. It was like oh. during the Battle of Jericho or something. Like somebody was it Samuel? Maybe Joshua Wait, fit Joshua. the Battle maybe of it was jo- Jericho. It might have been Joshua. Yeah. Because that song said so. Right. Somebody around there. The wall that time, came tumbling down. Somebody around that time died from a millstone. Oh. Okay. Sounds yeah. great. So anyway, then she continued. There used to be a saying: If you want to settle an argument, ask advice at the town of Abel. Ah. I am one who is peace-loving and faithful in Israel, but you are destroying an important town in Israel. Why do you want to devour what belongs to the Lord? Right, yeah. And Joab replied, believe me, I don't want to devour or destroy your town. Right. That's not my purpose. All I want is a man named Sheba, son of Bikri, from the hill country of Ephraim, who has revolted against King David. If you hand over this one man to me, I will leave your town in peace. I, the woman replied... We will throw his head over the wall to you. Damn. Then the woman went to all the people with her wise advice, and they cut off Sheba's head and threw it out to Joab. <laughs> like, you're out, buddy. Right. So he blew the ram's horn and called his troops back from the attack. And they all returned to their homes, and Joab returned to the king at Jerusalem. Well, that was easy. Wow. They killed Amasa, and then Sheba, Sheba got killed for him. So, it's all good. Yeah. Awesome. Sheba, well, no, his... Yeah, Sheba of Bikri. Yeah, got you're it. right. Yeah. I, I was I couldn't think of his name, but yeah, got you it, got, got it. it. Yeah, but that's pretty easy. Yeah, okay, we got a little bit more here. Next okay. section. Yeah. So oh that section was called the Revolt of Sheba. Ah. So it was a very short lived revolt. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, he hey, didn't he even lost his head over it. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm just uh... yeah. So it's, yeah. Okay, so now Joab was the commander of the army of Israel. Yeah, I guess he was. I thought he already was. I thought he was too, but okay. okay. Well, no, he was the commander of the army of Judah. Ah. And now Israel's back under. Oh, so today mm-hmm. it's all one thing. Yeah. Yesterday it was some, it was not. Right. The day before it was all one thing. Sometimes, then the day before that it wasn't. Yeah, sometimes he's okay. the commander of two separate entire entities. Sometimes you feel like a leader, sometimes you don't. I guess. Yeah. But now, for now, he's ruling the whole thing. Right. Okay? Benay, Benaya, Benay, Benay? Banana? Benay? Wait. <laughs> Here, how would you say that name? Oh, uh, where's that? Right where's there. Benaya? Benaya, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's try this again. Benaya, son of Jehoiada, was captain of the king's bodyguard. Okay. Adoniram was... In charge of forced labor. Yeah, you got all the slaves, apparently. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahilud, was the Lord Historian. So we're taking minutes again? Uh, is that yeah. what we're doing here? That is what we're doing. Um, Shiva was the court secretary. Wait. Uh, oh, that's okay. All right. Zadok and Abiathar were the priests. Okay. And Ira, a descendant of Jair, was David's personal priest. The end. That was a weird way to end that. I know. That's a weird. What that was weird. Um, it's called David's officers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So. So the interesting Israel's part, back together again, and we got to find out about Amasa. Uh, yeah. Because like, what the fuck was that? Why about? did Joab kill Amasa? Yeah, that was really weird. That's I think. And that's I a good swear, point. I must have like we. I feel like we missed something, but. We don't know what it is, so... I don't know what it is because it didn't say. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, I don't think that we overlooked anything. I think that, at most, we're going to find out that um, there's some, like, history missing. Right, yeah. That's more likely what happened. But. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Second uh, Samuel chapter 20. Mm-hmm. And uh, tomorrow is actually going to be Saturday, right? Yep, that's our Q&A. So we'll do that then. And uh, Sunday, Sunday, obviously, we have our book club and our weekly wrap-up. Replay. Replay. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we'll be back on Monday with uh, 2 Samuel chapter 21. That is correct. All right. Well, we'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Husband. Wife. It's Saturday, Q&A. Awesome. Ready to do it and blow it away and... Yeah. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you even know what the question is? No. <laughs> nope. I, I've spent most of today trying to just get up off of things. That sounds weird. Well... You said it dumb. My, yeah, I did. I did. I did. You hurt your back. Like, really fucking bad. And you can't get up. Yeah. Like an old man. Oh my god, it's so it's so bad. Yeah. So that's what so you Sorry meant. everybody. I'm you're lucky I'm here on the on the podcast, it's honestly. True. <laughs> I had to scream and I had to sing opera and I had to shout and yeah. I had to kick him several times. Like I sound like a horrible person, but No, I needed it. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was all Yeah. It's all great great things to do. Yep, yep. Yep. So, especially, All right, so what, what, especially the opera. Right, the yeah, the opera bit. was definitely the best bit. <laughs> All right, so what are we Q&Aing today? Okay, so 
Um, this is covering chapters 16 through 20 of um, 2 Samuel. Okay. And our question was, why the fuck did Joab just kill Amasa? Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, that where, was fucking where weird. did that come from, right? Yeah. Well, he was out there amassing an army. <laughs> Amasa amassing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I have an answer for that, and it's it actually makes good sense. Okay. So it, there's history there, like, and we we read that history. We just didn't connect all the dots. I want, it, yeah, I wondered because it just felt like it just like it fell out what? of the blue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna talk about that. Sounds great. All right. So that pretty much the gist of what we're covering today. Yeah, that's the gist. Okay. Well, let's go get then this gist. Okay. Let's gist it. All right. Okay, so before we talk about Amasa, let's talk a little bit about Joab. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, do you remember that Joab has already killed two people? Kind of, He killed the one guy um, that David wanted them to kill out in uh, the battlefield or whatever. Sort yeah, of, right? Well, okay, let me let me just lead you through this story a little bit, okay? Okay, all right. So, he, he killed Abner, who was the commander of Saul's army. Okay. And then he killed Absalom, which is David's son. Right. And now he's just killed Amasa, okay? Okay, all right. So the story of Abner is is where this begins, and we want to talk about that a little bit, okay? Okay. Um, King, I'm just going to remind you of this story. King Ishbosheth accused Abner of sleeping with Saul's concubine. Okay. And then Saul was like, I can't even believe I would never. Do you remember that kind of? Mm, kind of. And Abner was like so mad at this false accusation that he just was like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to turn over Israel to oh, David. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then Abner met with David and they made a deal to that effect. And then after that, um, Joab came before David and accused Abner of lying. He was right. like, no way. Abner's only here to spy on you and to get secrets. He's still, right. even though he's pissed at Saul, he's still, you know, Your with enemy. Saul. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so without David's permission, Joab tracked down Abner and murdered him. Right. Okay. Right. And just to finish off that story, to make sure you remember the whole story, two guys came around and they killed King Ishbosheth. Okay. And chopped off his head and brought oh, it back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? And yep. they, they brought it back to David, and they thought David would give them a reward. Right, but no. And no. No. <laughs> David was like, how dare? Right. Okay. So that was Abner. Okay? Yep. And I'm bringing this up for a reason. Okay. Okay? Um, but let's talk about Amasa now, just a little bit. Okay. Okay? So Amasa's mother was Abigail, who is the sister of King David and also the, the sister of Zariah. Okay. okay. Who was the mother of Joab. Okay. So Amasa was Joab's cousin. He was Absalom's cousin. He was David's nephew. And at the time that they were fighting Saul, he was David's military commander. Okay. Okay. So he was like in like Flynn. Okay. Sure. He was... Yeah cousins and uncles and nephew like he was the family guy right and in charge of david's army okay, okay? he was yeah. the commander in chief or what the fuck ever right but okay? i thought they had referred to joab as that before in the past that's what i'm saying that's who joab oh, was oh i'm sorry i'm sorry okay all right yeah all oh right. oh you know what i, I, I apologize you said yeah i i was talking about amasa and then i switched to joab and ah yeah sorry okay sorry sorry, sorry. 
Um, yeah. Um, Joab. Okay, sorry. Let me back up just a second. Yeah. Because I got myself confused because I said it wrong. Now. Sorry. Okay. So Amasa was cousin of Joab, cousin of Absalom, nephew of David. Okay. And um, at first, when David was fighting Saul, Joab was the commander in chief, head okay. of the army. Okay. Right. But then, remember when um, they they split up? And um, Absalom was like, fuck you, no fuck you. And so anyway, um, at that point, David put Amasa in charge. Okay. Okay? All right. So either way, he had one of his nephews ruling the army. Sure. Okay? So when Absalom rebelled against David and he won over the tribes of Israel, like he's like, my dad sucks, you should totally join me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm talking about Absalom, okay? Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Then at that point, that's when David appointed Amasa commander of the army. Okay. In effect, replacing Joab. Right. That's okay. kind of, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Joab had been commanding the army for a while under David. Right. And he even killed that one guy to get um, mm-hmm. Beth- Bathsheba's, or Bathsheba's uh, husband. Uh, Euro, whatever, Ural or whatever. Yeah. Name. Yeah. Who was, and actually, we're going to talk about that in a second, too. So, like, he'd been a really loyal, like, Very leader. loyal. Very loyal. So, after the revolt was crushed and Absalom died, right? Yep. David was restored as king, right? Yep. And then he reappointed... This is the part we didn't get. Okay. At that point, he reappointed Amasa, the general from the rebel army... As his, from now on, for life military commander. Ah. Instead of Joab. Okay. And um, Joab was very suspicious of any potential rivals of power or threats to um, David's kingdom, right? Right. In spite of being replaced multiple times. Yeah. And always being loyal. And I don't know if you recall, but um, Joab at one point, like right after Absalom died... And David was, like, crying because his son was dead. Yeah. And then Joab, remember, we were like, he's getting awfully uppity because yeah. he was like, you need to stop fucking crying over your son. Right. Um, there's a little bit of context here that we missed as we were reading this. Okay. Like, there's David. 20,000 people were impacted by this fucking war. Yeah. And he's not crying over any of them. Right. He's crying over his fucking son. Right. And he did the same thing when Saul died. Yeah. And when that king died. So he's like, get over yourself. Yeah. Stop fucking crying then, about the wrong thing. And then also Joab said, it's like you hate the people who love you and love the people who hate you. Right. You stupid son of a bitch. Right. Right? And so he kept doing that. Right? Right. And so Joab probably believed. I mean, he was pretty annoyed anyway that Amasa had replaced him. Like, once sure. again... Once again, you have somebody who is your fucking enemy coming in here, and you're making him the leader of your fucking army, you moron. Right. So there was that. Then on top of that, um, remember how Amasa took too long? And that's yes. why he sent um, the other guy, I can't remember. Um, basically, it was Joab's brother. Like, okay. Um, he sent him, not right. Joab. Right. To go, what the fuck's taking Amasa so long? Sure. To, you know, get together with... To amass an army. With Sheba. Right. Yeah. 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 And um, so at that point, Joab 
automatically thought, oh, okay, I see what's happening. Amasa is not done being a rebel. He is teaming up with Sheba. Got it. That's why he's taking so long. Okay. Because otherwise... Why is he taking so long? Is he he's at the very least a bad leader because he's not able to amass the armies quickly right, enough. Right, yeah. But Joab is very suspicious and he's like, You are probably about to betray him and I got this, don't worry about it. And so he stabbed him and cut off his head and stuff, right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there's all that. It's just okay? a, he takes a lot of um initiative he on does. himself to kill people that maybe David doesn't want killed. No, I mean sometimes. he's done. He he killed three times without David's permission. Right. But all of them were with the intent of protecting David, right. protecting Israel, protecting the kingship. It was all in the name of good. No, I get and that. So you know that also made um, Joab a little pissed when, um, like you mentioned, Bathsheba's husband. Yeah. Joab was the one that, you know, Joab is this loyal follower, right? He's like, fine, fine, fine. I'll take this great, wonderful soldier who is a loyal follower. Yeah. And I will go ahead and put him at the front of the fucking army and have him killed. Along with other people. Just yeah. to make sure that we can get this done for you. Just so that you can have the woman right. that you are lusting after, you dumbass. Right. So he's like, here I am. I'm doing all of this for you. And you're replacing me with somebody who was the rebel right the rebel alliance so to speak you know yeah yeah so that that explains things a little bit better why joab was like nah fuck this you're dead right yeah i guess so i mean i'm not saying that like i think you should go around killing people right no i I mean even even though there are quote-unquote reasons there's not great reasons still i disagree i think it made sense for the times i mean okay i think joab was like this guy's a rebel. You're too stupid to see it. And also, he shouldn't be in this position in the first fucking place because right. he's, you know... He I was... don't disagree with that. I just... I mean, nothing had really, quote-unquote, been done that was... Like, there's... there's he's, he suspected him of doing things. Right, right. But nothing had really actually been done, per se. But Joab has been right thus far. Because sure. think about if Absalom had lived, right? Like, Joab was like, no... If he lives, he's just going to continue to foment more um, problems throughout the kingdom. Sure. So he's like, he's a problem solver. Yeah, no, I got it. And I don't necessarily think he's an opportunist. Like, I'm thinking of Littlefinger in, um, um, what the fuck was the show with the dragons? Uh, yeah, that one. King, King, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Game of Thrones. Like, I don't think he was an opportunist like Littlefinger. I think he was very loyal to David more so than David um, deserved. Right. And so he was like, uh, I'm going to take care of you even even when you're not taking care of your own stupid self. Right. And part of that meant taking care of himself as well. Got it. Got it. So I don't okay. know. I'm I'm not saying I like him. I'm saying I respect and understand his reasons. They make sense. He does what he feels is right, and he's not doing it for the wrong reasons. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think he's a selfish son of a bitch. I think that he's he just takes charge and does what needs to be done. He is kind of put in these stupid bad positions too, though, where he's having to right share because maybe David's not the best fucking leader on the planet. No, David's a shitty ass <laughs> leader. Clearly. Right. He's a horrible human being, too. Yeah, no doubt. No so, doubt. you know, I think Joab's like, whatever. Right. 
So that answers that question. Okay. That's what we had. That was it? And that answers it. That's it. That's it? That's it. Okay. Okay? I saw a lot more writing on your page. I was like, that that was all? Okay. No, that's it. That's all. I did okay. I did all of that. See? I see it. I see yeah. it. All right. So that was our uh, Saturday q and I yeah. managed to live through this one today. Yeah. And uh, hopefully... You even, you even had your own opinion and argued with me. I did a little bit, yeah. Which, that surprises me that you didn't just go, uh-huh, yeah, whatever. Given that okay. I couldn't okay. even be woken like five minutes ago. You I know. know. So that, this is a big jump for me. So I'd say I'd pray for you to feel better, but <laughs> that's really not my style, and it's kind of the antithesis right. of no, everything we it's stand for. All right, for. I've already got my science to feel better. I've got medicine, so that is true because yeah. you saw the doctor. Right? So. Yeah. Um, thoughts and prayers, my love. No, <laughs> no, no. May the force be ever in your favor. I'll tell you what. Just like. Uh, just send me a Twitter message and laugh at me for having a fucking broken back. It's That'd true. be great. It's That's true. all I need. Some humor, you know? You're such an old man. My God. Uh, okay, bye. Whatever. All right, bye, everybody. Husband. Wife. Do you know what we're talking about right now? Sacrilegious Book Club. The Sacrilegious Book Club. <laughs> I told you. He's not going to let that go. Nope. Nope. We're always going to do the theme song. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. And our book is Asimov's Guide to the Bible. Okay. This is part four. Okay. We are still in the book of fucking Genesis. Well, you know. I know. And we're covering pages 65 through 83 of Asimov's Guide. Got it. Okay. Okay. 65 through 83. That's what we're doing today. All right. Any teasers? Nothing? Just going to let people like write it right on under this? I mean, it's this more Stuff of, it's more things of his things, and in I Genesis. I jotted down some of the interesting points. Okay, of interesting what I read. points. Everybody, get ready for some interesting points. <laughs> I mean, okay, um, I'm just messing with you. Um, okay, here's a teaser. Okay, scholars can sometimes be stupid. Um, yeah, no shit. How about that? Okay, great. I got let's, a couple of those. Let's let's get into this. Then. Okay, all right. Okay, so we are starting on page 65. 65, got it. Asimov's Guide to the Bible. Okay. And uh, he starts out talking about the Jordan River. Okay. Are you familiar with the Jordan River? Well, I mean, that's the one they cross all the fucking time. They <laughs> took the ark back and forth across it. And yeah. Built yeah. stones in it and all kinds of and shit. And sometimes they stand on one side oh. and yell at guys on the other side. And they made the water stop that one time, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Moses, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Canaan is mostly a semi-arid country. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Right? It's how I imagine that area. Right. Except for in the valley of the Jordan River. I mean, there's a river, so. Which, listen to this. Okay. If straightened out from all its various twists and turns. Yeah. Would measure 255 miles. Wow. I'm sorry, 250 miles. I don't know why I said 255. Got it. It's 250. 250 miles! Well, I suppose it still measures that way if you twist and turn it. Right, but it's unnavigable. Got it. So you can't you can't just ride along in it. It's not a straight shot. Got it. It's all twisty and turny and hooks and yeah. It, it's not good. Snaking all over the damn place. Yeah, but if you straighten it, it'd be two hundred and fifty miles in length. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's unique. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> nice. Sorry, I had to. Go, uh, I had to do it. You had to do it. I had to do it. I mean, people our age, you know. You know, I mean, I'm, it's, yeah. We were brought up a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So anyway, it's unique in that it's the only river in the world which maintains a large portion of its course below sea level. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So like sea level is like the average of what the land is, where the land sits kind of. And then below sea level means that it it's like way under that. Below the sea level. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's way down there. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah. Okay. And the river, like I said, is unnavigable and temperatures of the river can reach 110 degrees in the fucking shade. What? Yeah. Because it's so goddamn hot over there. That's crazy. Okay, now think about this. That book came out in what year? Well, that this book came out in the 60s. That's what I'm saying. This book came out in the 60s. Right. So how hot do you think that river is nowadays? It's fucking sauna. Yeah. Yeah. It's an oven. Right. I mean, if it was hitting 110 degrees in the 60s and 70s. Right. Like, this is 2022. It's probably fucking boiling. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's all that was interesting about the Jordan River. Okay. So we're going to move on to page 67. Yeah. Of the Asimov's Guide. Okay. And mention a few points about Hebron. Hebron. Got Hebron. it. I do recall that being mentioned quite a bit. Right? So do you remember Abram and Lot? Abram was, you know, he became Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. But at this point, he's still Abram. Lot had the daughters. Lot's that, his nephew. Know, Lot's his nephew. Okay. Okay. And, um, yeah, don't talk about that other oh, okay. stuff yet. We're not I'm there. not talking about that yet. Yeah. So, remember, they they departed um, um, wherever they departed from. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was way back then. I don't yeah, remember all yeah. that. And um, they had, oh, I know, they left Egypt. And they had too many fucking, or did they? No, it was the other way. They were headed toward. I don't, I don't toward, fucking know. Look, I don't remember, okay? Yeah, okay. I can't be, I can't be held They left somewhere and they went somewhere. They were traveling a lot. They went along. Oh, they things. were leaving. They were leaving Egypt because remember, I told you that um, while Abram was there, he got rich. He oh, did good yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So he's leaving there with his nephew and all their people, and they had so many fucking animals that um, Abram was like, "This is too many. We cannot sustain this. We got to split up." Right. You remember that? Oh yeah. They just and chose so, one. Chose one way. The other yeah, one chose the other. He way. let Lot choose whichever. He thought he wanted because yeah, he's be magnanimous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, Lot chose the more fertile um, Jordan Valley. Right. Because yeah, you know why wouldn't you? Yeah. And um, Abram settled in the Oaks of Mamre, just north of Hebron. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now Hebron still exists today. Okay. Okay. And people keep trying to pass off various ancient trees as the forty-four thousand-year Oaks of Mamre. To which I added a simple note here that says, Because <laughs> <laughs> people stupid. Right, yeah. This tree, it's totally been here. It's that tree. Yeah. Yeah. He lived here in these trees. Right. And it's like, okay, you guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I know you're young earthers, but come on. Right. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Okay? So then we're going to move on to page 68 of okay. Asimov's Guide and talk about Amraphel. Amraphel. Yeah, which okay. I like that name. I think that's cool. So Lot's land um, was subjected to invasions by armies from the east, which included Amraphel, king of Shinar. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, scholars sometimes think that Amraphel was Hammurabi, which we just talked about yeah, that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, like, really stupid and dumb. <laughs> Seriously, because 
Um, we're talking about 1900 BCE. Yeah. And Hammurabi didn't rule until about 1700 oh, BCE. Okay. So, so a couple hundred years different. Yeah. Like, don't be stupid. Right. Just use a little bit of measury things. Yeah. Called calendars, atlases. But come on, they like to make things fit the way they want them to. Right. So, I know. know. That's that's how that works. So those scholars failed. Remember, I started out saying sometimes yeah. scholars are dumb. Right. They they were dumb just then. Got it. Okay. So they were dumb. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's two times now that I've been like, <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> so I mean, that's what I'm bringing to the table because I got another one of those later okay. on. All okay. Right. That's what I'm bringing to the table today, is laughing, laughing. at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to move on to page 69. Ooh, 69. Uh-huh. Yeah. 69. <laughs> the Veil of Siddim. Okay. Or Siddim. All right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. Sorry. Sure. I, yeah, I mean, I don't either. I don't know words. I mean, you do. Just I, not I Bible words. I don't know Bible words. <clears throat> Bible words are, you know. Yeah. Bible words. They are. They're hard. The Veil of Siddim refers to the Salt Sea. A.K.A. what we know today as the Dead Sea. Got it. Yeah. And that's based on how many chemicals accumulate there from the Jordan. So the Jordan empties out into this thing, right? Yeah. And there's no place for it to go because um, it doesn't empty out anywhere else. Got it. So, so there's no outlet to the Right. Sea. There's no outlet. And then evaporation, because it's so fucking hot, yeah. takes up all the water so that all that's left is all of the, the silt and the... The salt and shit that right. that comes Sediment. down chemicals right. too. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it's referred to as the Dead Sea because nothing can grow there. Got it. I mean, it's just salt water. Right. And it. it's grody. Yeah. But I have read also that it's a really cool place to swim because you couldn't sink if you tried. <laughs> right. Like it won't let you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's probably no like animals alive in it. Yeah. Or at least not many. No, there's are... there nothing can survive nothing. there. Okay. Nothing. All right. Because evaporation from 140 degree days. Yeah. Yeah. 140 degree days. Right. Leaves behind lots of salt with nowhere else to go. That's what I just said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the Dead Sea has a salt concentration seven times that of the ocean. Wow. Yeah. So think of like if you've ever been to the beach and you went swimming and you got salt up your nose. Right. Yeah. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. That's not salt. We have a similar... (laughs) Of the Great Salt Lake in, mm-hmm. in Utah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to talk about that. Oh, really? Yeah. But okay. even so, even so, um, the Dead Sea is one of the deepest lakes in the fucking world. It's a lake. Mm-hmm. Not a sea? It's it's a lake sea. Got it. Okay. It's a, a sea-shaped lake because it doesn't it. go anywhere. <laughs> okay. But it... It just, like, accumulates all this stuff, yeah. and, and it's the deepest in the world. Huh. It's below sea level, and... There's a lot of things out there that are below sea level, uh-huh. huh? That's interesting. And it, yeah, it's, like, so far down. It goes down and down and down. Got it. It's down. Right. Okay? The Dead Sea contains about 12 times as much water as the Great Sea Lake in Utah. Ah. Okay. Even though the Great Sea Lake is four times as large in terms of area. Got it. So, isn't that interesting? That is interesting. See? Yeah. So, yeah, I told you we were going to talk about that guy a you little did. bit. yeah. Okay, now we're moving on. Okay. Page 71 of Asimov's Guide to the Bible. Yep. And we're going to talk about Rephaim. Okay. Do you remember what the Rephaim are? I do not. Do you remember what the Amakites are? I do not. Oh, my God. 
they're they're the giants. Okay, okay. Yeah, We're talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. fucking giants. Well, if I had to, if I was, if you had a gun to my head and I had to guess, I no, would say yeah. No, you still would not have. Why? That's what I would. Okay. All no, right. All right. you wouldn't have got it. You okay. would have got it wrong. These guys were giants. That's what I wrote. Giants. Giants. They were giants. Or else, at the very least, they were a race of super mighty warriors. Right. One or the other. Yeah. Okay. Some translations leave the undefined term, the Hebrew term, Nephilim. Yeah. Nephilim. Which was the, yeah. Because who even knows is what I wrote. (laughs) So they were either giants, mighty warriors, or... You know, angels. What, angels. Yeah. Right. What do you think they were? I think they were mighty probably warriors. mighty warriors, if yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. Because let's not be stupid here. Right. Right. Yeah. So invaders were often struck by the great works of the civilizations they replaced. Yeah. Which gave rise to silly rumors that became myths and legends. Well, of course. So these, these guys are walking around and they're like, these tremendous stone blocks could only have been built by giants. Right. Like the Greek Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wrote that too. <laughs> I actually wrote laugh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or like what we might say today. Yeah. Wow, these super awesome pyramids could only have been built by aliens, LMAO. I mean, that's what the History Channel says sometimes. Aliens. <laughs> My guys, aliens. You know, I'm really, I have to say, I'm really disappointed in the History Channel. Mm. They don't, they don't do history so much anymore. They do sensationalism. They really because do. That's, what sells. It's very disappointing to me. I want the History Channel to be true history, not pretend right? made up. Um, let's talk about giants and yeah. angels history. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no. So, um, there was that. Okay, so we've yeah. either got angels or giants or aliens right. or mighty warriors or else the phrases that they used were merely dramatic reflections of the technological advancements of the enemy spoken in metaphors that were then read as literal. Kind of like if you say, whoa, that thing is, um, and then think of something giant. That thing's a dinosaur. It's obviously (laughs) not literally a fucking dinosaur. Right. But, you know, if somebody reads what you wrote 100 years from now, they'd be like, dinosaurs? Right. There were dinosaurs in 2022? Right. Fuck. Yeah. I thought they were all wiped out back in, I don't know, 1980. (laughs) No, 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 you guys. You're still wrong. You still got it wrong. So the so-called giants were easily defeated by Chedar Lamar. Okay. I don't think I got that right. Probably but not. That's okay. Yeah. As well as by the later Israelite invasion. So, yeah, so no. So they weren't really giants They then. weren't giants. Because if they're giants, they're going to fucking step on you. Yeah. They, <laughs> they weren't, they weren't going to be easily defeated. Right. So yeah. that's why I wrote dot, dot, dot. So, yeah, no. Yes. So, yeah, no. <laughs> also, just to, you know, put this out there. There's zero trace of any giant races in the fossil record, just in case you weren't already convinced. L O L O L. Well, did you I, even in the Bible that we're reading now? Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's there's references to tribes that were considered giants just a few, like a book or two before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now they're just merely a race of people. Mm-hmm. Like it transitioned. Yeah. Oh yes, away it did. from that. Yeah. So because stupid right right because they were like no they obviously weren't giants (laughs) people obviously didn't live to be a thousand years old right people obviously weren't like a billion miles tall but it is is really interesting how things transition like we're in a transitionary period in the bible Mm -hmm. as to how they reference things and relate to things Mm -hmm. because they're stopping some of the nonsense 
and and becoming more realistic ish 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 i mean god certainly isn't around as right much. yeah no i mean and that's what i'm saying like it's more of like a storybook at mm-hmm. this point, where we're at, yeah, versus it was just ridiculous, ridiculous bullshit legends. stories, yeah, prior to this, so yeah, yeah. So that is it for the refame, which I just thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, definitely. Giants, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to page seventy-three of Asimov's Guide, we're going to talk about Salem. Okay. Not Salem's Lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not Stephen King. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, remember that guy I just talked about whose name I probably couldn't say right, which is Chador Lamar? Yeah. He sacked the city of Sodom and carried off Lot into enslavement. Oh. Do you remember all this? I don't. And then Wait, Uncle, yeah, I do. And then yeah. Uncle Abram gathered his men and came to Lot's rescue. Right, 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 right. got a lot of the um, looted shit back. Yeah, I do remember okay? that, yeah. Now, on his way back, this is really interesting. Okay. Abram was blessed, and I'm referring to him as Abram because where we're reading here, he's still Abram. he has not yet taken that vow that made him become Abraham. Abraham. Right. I okay, got so it. he's still Abram. Isaac Asimov, in his guide, goes back and forth, got and it. I think he forgets okay. as he's writing. Well, it's yeah, it's because rough, yeah, you know? yeah. So I just wanted to point that out that there are a few places that he has referred to him as Abraham even though he's still Abram. Right, okay. And I know this because we're coming up to the part... Where Abraham... Where Abram becomes Abraham. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. I just thought it was interesting that, you know, I love Asimov. He's brilliant, but he he did muck that a little bit. You never know. It could have been an editor that mucked that up, too. It could have been. True, true. So, okay, on his way back, after he saved Lot and got his shit back, Mm -hmm. Abram was blessed by Melchizedek, king of Salem. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now, Melchizedek is Hebrew for righteous king, which equals Sargon. Do you remember talking about him a little bit ago? I do. I do. Yeah. So, there's that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, Zion is mentioned, and Zion is very clearly Jerusalem. Yeah. But also, there's another place that makes it very clear that it's Salem, which is shorthand for Jerusalem. Okay. Oh, Okay. And so those are all the same term. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, even Stephen King got this right because Salem's Lot, there's an apostrophe before Salem because it's short for Jerusalem's Lot. Interesting. And isn't it also interesting that it's Salem's Lot, Jerusalem's Lot, and Lot is the guy that was Yeah, no, obviously he knew that. Very awesome play on words there. I didn't know that that was, I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Stephen King's cool. But anyways. I mean, you know, yeah. So this legend is likely recorded by the people that were gathering all this together. Yeah. As a way of showing that even back then, at that moment, Abram was blessed in Jerusalem by Melchizedek at the future site of, of Jerusalem. the seat of the temple. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Right? Yeah. So it may or may not have happened. Right, that could but have been one of those re edits. It's a very well, it's a very small little thing you could easily blink and right, I mean we right. didn't pay any fucking attention to it because it's one little sentence. Sure. But it was likely included, whether it happened or not, just to show that Abram was blessed there. Right. Abram paid tithes there. Abram was given glory there. Or we're talking about also this is older portions of the Bible. So these could have been stories that were handed down for years. And therefore, that's why Salem slash Jerusalem became such a coveted place. It might have been, 
retrofitted or it might have been the reason that it became awesome afterward. Right. right. One never knows. And does it really matter at this point? Yeah. It all ends up the same, right? Right. I tend to think that because such short shrift was given to it in this particular statement that it was retrofitted. Got it. That it was added retroactively just to show, hey, hey, guys, Abram, Abraham, who, you know, is father of the Israelites, he passed through here, FYI. Right. right. Like, that's my belief. Got it. Based on absolutely no, I mean, nothing. To- based on what we know of them rewriting shit, that makes total sense. Right, right. So. I thought that was pretty interesting, though. Right. So, all right. So, we're done with that section. Moving on to page 74 of Asimov's Guide. Okay. We're going to talk about Damascus. Okay. Okay. It is believed to be the oldest continuously occupied city in the world. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I had no idea. That's really cool. It makes me kind of want to go there just to see, like, right. the oldest occupied city in the world. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. And how? And why? And in what way? <laughs> I, I don't know. Right? Yeah. And That's in Syria, right? Hmm? I think Damascus is Syria, I believe. I honestly don't know. Right. That, that okay. sounds right, but, I mean, you could have said any other country, and I would have known that as well. Right, right. So, okay. sorry. No, it's all right. Um, now, unless Abram had a son and heir, some mere servant, this Eleazar of Damascus, would inherit um, Abram's <clears throat> accumulated property. Got right? it. Do you remember all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Just hold that little thought in your in your no- noggin. Just a quick interjection here, though. Yeah? I did a real quick Google search. Damascus is the capital of Syria. Oh, damn. Like, currently. You're so, smart. Yeah. Look at you. Just throwing you that out there. Things. Just to, you know, because I was curious, because I, I thought it was in Syria, but I just wasn't. You knew that, though. 100%. Wow. That's really <laughs> awesome. I, I forgive you two things that you got wrong. Hey, thanks. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So, anyway, but remember, yeah. Lot, or not Lot, uh, Abram... And he, he and his wife, Sarai, were yes. barren and old and couldn't have no babies. Right. And so, you know, he's like, womp, womp. Only this guy that's a servant to me over in Damascus is going to um, get all my shit when I die. Right. And he's not even going to continue my bloodline. And that was very important for these people. Right. Being very, not just family and bloodline centric, but very male centric. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Throughout. Huge. Still. Huge. The, the, yeah. the whole Bible. Oh, yeah. Definitely. From what I understand. Yeah. So just hold that thought in your in your noggin, okay? Yeah. So now we're moving on to the next section, page 75, the Hittites. Okay. Okay, I can never hear the Hittites without thinking of Ghostbusters because Bill Murray leans over to Sigourney Weaver and says, how do you say this? And she goes, Hittites. And I always thought at the time, that's not a hard word, Bill Murray, but, you know, that's the script right, right, in yeah. Ghostbusters. It was as they were in the central plaza, she had just come out of her bassoon practice or what the fuck ever with with uh, the guy with the stuffy nose and he's like, who's the stiff? <laughs> yeah. You remember that bit? I, kind of, maybe. It's, no. It's the best. That okay. movie's awesome. Yeah. Okay. You're you're definitely all about the Ghostbusters. Oh, I, yeah. I definitely am. I only sort of... And then, and then he's like telling her about the Hittites in the building and she says, well, what's he doing living in my icebox? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Come yeah, on. Right. Come on, you guys. Yeah. Okay, so a powerful empire in 1750 BCE was the Hittites, and they introduced the use of iron and of horse-drawn chariots. Okay. Okay. So the Hittites were like a BFD. Yeah, big fucking deal. Right. 
Now that was well after the time of Ab- Abram, so that that they were great when that happened. Okay. okay. Um, I'm getting to something that's really fucking interesting here about the Hittites. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, in the Bible, the Hittites—it's a mere mention, while history shows that they were actually a very powerful realm. Got it. Okay. They were eventually worn out into decline by the Egyptian Empire. Okay. Okay. Yeah. By the time the Israelites came back to Canaan, the Hittite Empire was viewed by them as totally an unimportant tribe. Gotcha. Okay? So the Bible refers to the Hittites before they rose to power in the time of Abram. Yeah. And then after they fell from power during the time of the Israelites. Okay. Okay? So they totally missed this whole time period where... Um, they were the probably slaves were, under the Egyptians during that time. Well, the Hittites were in their full glor- glory during that time. Right, right. So, no, the Hittites were not even mentioned because we don't care about other things that are happening in the world while we're dealing with our guys in Egypt. Right, that's what I'm saying. They were in Egypt as slaves at that point. Uh, or oh, whatever. they being the Israelites. The Israelites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly or what where they would were. Become the Israelites. Yeah, they were over there in Egypt, so we don't care about the Hittites, who literally rose. To, like, one of the most powerful empires and fell. Right. And so the only times that we hear mention of them are, yeah, those little guys over there on our way through. And then, yeah, those piece of shits over there on our way back. (laughs) Right? Right. So um, the Bible, as the chief source of historical knowledge until the 19th century, the 1800s. Wow. Almost wiped out all awareness of the Hittite Empire. We would have known nothing about their awesomeness. Yeah. Had it not been for, like, this one guy, and I should have written down his name, but I didn't because I didn't care that much. But anyway, this one researcher yeah. was, like, just doing some studies and was like, Let's, these Hittites seem interesting. Yeah. I might, they might appear um, in a movie called Ghostbusters someday. So, <laughs> let me, yeah, that's what he thought. Let me just um, do a little bit of um, study on them. And well, then I think he uncovered... that's where most of the most interesting shit comes from, mm-hmm. is little, like, little side Rabbit adventures. holes. Rabbit yeah. holes. Right. Yeah. So... Um, we would never have known about the Hittite Empire, and Ghostbusters would have been an entirely different movie. Right, yeah. Okay? And only research and archaeological finds have restored the Hittite Empire to our knowledge. Okay. Tell me that's not badass. So science restored them. Thank you, science. Yeah, thank you, science. Hmm. Okay, so moving on to the next section of Asimov's Guide, we're on page 79 with Ishmael. Call me Ishmael. (laughs) Just kidding. That's the first line of, what is it? Do you know it? Moby Dick? To to kill a Moby Dick. What the fuck? To kill a whale. (laughs) To kill a mockingbird. (laughs) Moby Dick. Yes, Moby Dick. No, Ishmael. Okay? Yeah, Yeah. got it. Yeah. So Abram took his wife Sarai's servant, Hagar, as his concubine. I remember that. Yep. Yep. And she bore his son, Ishmael. Yep. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yay, I have a son. That's right. awesome. And it was Sarai that was like, I really need you to have a son. So it's so important right. to me that you need to fuck my servant. Right. And, and have a son. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter where the son comes from as long as you have one by some vagina hole. Right. It doesn't and have since to it be was mine. her concubine, mm-hmm. technically, it was her child. It was still her child. Yeah. At least that's the way they pitched it. That's the way it would have been. Until later. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, when she had her own, then it was like, get the fuck out of here with that piece of shit. Right. Not from my vagina hole, baby. Right, it's funny how those rules were rules until mm-hmm. they weren't rules anymore. I, I mean, that's the way religion always is. Right. It's the what's most convenient in any given minute. Right. 
So but we're talking about the birth of a fucking religion here. Mm-hmm. Like the birth, Abraham, Abram is the birth of Abrahamic mm-hmm. religion. Yeah. And and they can't even get fucking rules right. No. So no. whatever. But yeah, let's let's talk about how awesome the Bible is. Right. Please, yeah. please tell me more. Yep. So Ishmael, as you probably are aware, um, is the eponym, I think that's the right word. Remember how we were talking about Noah and how all of the people um, that came from him are actually nations, not individual persons? Right, yeah, yeah. So Ishmael was the father of the Ishmaelites. Okay. Okay? Yep. And they dwelt on the border of the Arabian Desert. So when we're talking about Abram and Abraham at this point, we're still talking in terms of tribes and peoples? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I just, I, I forget that. And so sometimes I have to like remind myself yeah. that. So like when we're talking about Ishmael here, we're talking about the Ishmaelites. Got it. Okay. And it's easier. I mean, I mean I'm assuming for, you know, that time when they're passing these stories on verbally mm-hmm. that it's just easier to reconcile people versus groups of people and mm-hmm. just make Persons. it a story instead of, you know, yeah. it's, it's. It's just easier to, to say. It's easier to talk about one person than it is to discuss an entire people right, group. Right, So the Ishmaelites were viewed as of subordinate importance since their descent was th- merely through a concubine. Got okay? it. Yeah. But remember I said that they lived along the border of the Arabian Desert? Yes. So the Arabians, okay, mm-hmm. they accepted many parts of the Bible and considered themselves to be descended from Abram and Ishmael, which, you know, they are so yeah, awesome. Right. They're like, that's awesome. We're awesome. And so those names, Abram and Ishmael, or any derivative thereof, yeah. those are still very popular name um, names among Muslims. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, that's where their religion derives from. Right. That's They're both Abrahamic religions. Mm-hmm. Well, all three. Yeah. Judaism, Christianity, and... Right. Um, Islam? um, Islam. Islam, yeah. Yeah. So, according to Muslim legend, both Hagar and Ishmael are buried in Mecca. Yeah, okay. So, that's interesting. And that's why they have the trip to Mecca every year that they're supposed to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm assuming that's part of it, at least. I would assume so. I don't know everything about it, so I'm I'm speaking out of ignorance there a little bit, but... Oh, I... Yeah, very much. Very, yeah. Hoping to learn more as we (laughs) go. Right, yeah, definitely. That is... But I'm just not there yet. Right. So, um, a little aside here, another little oopsie doodle that um, Asimov made, which it wasn't really his fault um, because it was the Times, quote unquote, TM. (laughs) Um, But up until about 1950 and 60, um, the term Muslim was spelled M-O-S-L-E-M. Oh, wow. Muslim. Okay. And... um, both are synonymous, but the more accurately used term today is, as we know, Muslim, M U S L I M. Got it. Okay. And one of the reasons that we made that we, the collective we, sure. made that switch is because um, the term Muslim is also, okay, whereas Muslim means to a follower of this religion, Islam. Yeah. Muslim is also, um, with the Z pronunciation, it also has some kind of meaning that is um, evil, 
Okay. Like a doer of evil things or something. Okay. And it was very hard to differentiate what the fuck was happening. Sure. And clearly, Muslim people are not evil. Like, right. there are evil people in every single fucking religion. Right, right. And I would say that the majority of them are probably Christian if I had to make any kind of guess because I'm an asshole like that. <laughs> but, be that as it may, um, clearly, that's not cool. Right. And so... Um, throughout the book, anytime Asimov refers to Muslims, he has that older-fashioned spelling. Got it. Which would have been more prominent at the time that he wrote this book. Right, right. So I just thought that was a little interesting about the book itself. Yeah, yeah. That he put in there. Ooh, the next section is very exciting. Okay. Okay, so we're moving on to page 79, Circumcision. Oh, man. Wow! Let's talk about penis. <laughs> <laughs> So, the thing about circumcision is, um, mm. what? Did you ever think you would say the word, the thing about circumcision no. in your life? Never. Ever? N- not once. I just wondered. Not once. Yeah. No. Okay. But anyway. But anyway. There, there it is. Right? Yep. So, God enters into a covenant with Abram. Yeah. Okay? And the covenant is a legal binding agreement. Okay? So Legal, these... like they're going to pull up the God lawyers? or Yeah. Totally. Like, they are basically shaking hands and signing documents on this. Okay. okay. All right. Like, these are actual um, promises and vows that are being made that are not just, like, supposed to be based on faith and and magic. Right. They're, like, the, the persons who believe that this happened actually believe that this is a legal thing. Got okay? it. Okay. Like, you have to do this. It is the fucking law. Yeah. Okay? I mean, okay. think of law like we think of Torah. It is law. Yeah. Okay? All right. So th- that makes it a little bit, I don't want to say easier to respect, but maybe grants some understanding to their belief system. Right. Okay? Okay. So what God promises is the divine right to Canaan. He's like, these lands will be yours. Maybe See, not this yours is, personally. This is where my problem comes in with these covenants. Yeah. Because... Because God does all these covenants, and he, he, he just says, I'm going to do this thing, right? Mm-hmm. No, There's no stipulations. There's no nothing at the time. Right. He's going to do this thing, right? Someday. And then he's like, well, I was going to do that thing, but... You pissed me the fuck you, off. Yeah, you pissed me <laughs> off, so fuck off. Yeah. And and I'm like, wait. That's not wait, how wait, contracts that's not what work. You, you said you were going to do it. That That's... It wasn't supposed that's to be... Not, de- Dependent on your mood. Right, because my understanding when they said it at first was like, a covenant's a covenant, right? You yeah. You can't break this shit. Yeah. But then God's like, eh, you but didn't I want read to, the though. fine print that I didn't even lay out, but yeah. there it is. Yeah. And you, and you don't get it yet, so. No, I totally agree with you. Okay. Totally right. agree with you. I'm not I'm not talking about this from uh, God's legal perspective. Right. No, I'm, I'm just, talking about this from the people's perspective. I feel like we have grounds to sue God. Um, I think that was attempted at one point. <laughs> I know it was attempted in an episode of Allie McBeal. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, it didn't well, go over well. I'm just saying. But it was a very interesting episode. I feel like he has broken his covenant, and, and we should sue. Well, you'd have to believe he's real in order to do that. That is so true. That is true. Let's not. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, God promises divine right to Canaan. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Abram, in turn, promises that he and his descendants will accept God as the national deity. Okay. okay, so that's the point at which Abram is now renamed Abraham. Okay. 
and that is to signify the new situation and a signature, quote unquote, to the agreement, he accepts the right of circumcision. Got it. And then I added my own little note, new name, new peen, who dis? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I crack myself up when I'm, you know, feeling... I was I was getting a little uppity because right. I'm yeah. like Jesus Christ, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes no matter how much you're interested in a topic, and no matter how hard you want to give it, like the grave service of uh, studying and scholarship, right? Come on, y'all are chopping off the end of your penis, right? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, and you're trying to tell me that it's awesome and cool. Have you ever seen some of the tools they used back then? Um, Let's just not. It's fucking horrible. No, because when we start it's talking. It's like a horror movie. When we start talking about that, then we get into the tools that they used on women. Right. And all of that just defies my imagination and Oof. hurts my stomach. So I just can't. So bad. Can't. So bad. Now, the custom of circumcision yeah. was not new to Abraham. Okay. Okay. It had been around. It had been practiced by the Egyptians and the Canaanites for fucking eons, okay? Got it. Ages. This shit had been around. Okay. Okay, this was not new. Well, and I'm assuming, so, again, I could be wrong here, but I think circumcision was a way to um, counteract, um, it was a cleanliness thing. I'm actually about to hit that. Oh. Okay. But but my point with that is that the, the, the Egyptians were more of a civilized society. I'm assuming at this point in time than the Israelites, so they're still kind of behind the times. Mm, could be, could be. I don't know. Okay, let's, all right. Let's move along. Yeah, because I'm, I'm about to hit that. We're, we're moving along. Um, it did not become overwhelmingly significant as a religious rite until the exile. So ah. even though they promised it, it wasn't like that big a deal. Okay. They were like, whatever. Yeah. Cut it. Don't cut it. It's out. It's all hmm. good. Okay. So, when, oh, so wait. The covenant was made mm-hmm. way before the exile. Uh-huh. Like and, hundreds of years. Right. And yeah. so it was not a thing that they held people to until... No. That's that's interesting. Right? It just wasn't that big a fucking deal. It was one of those rules that's a rule, is, but that's not... Is this not... a rule that they rewrote back into uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because that, that seems odd. Yes. It became a bigger deal... Uh, more to the people who were putting the Bible together. Got it. Okay. They wanted it to be a bigger deal than it actually was. It's, it's interesting that they were so preoccupied with penises. Men but, across you know, the ages have always well, been more enthralled with their own dicks than with anything else. I mean, we could go into Bezos's rocket, but, you know. Thank you. <laughs> or the balls that hang on the back of trucks. Right, yes. Men love their fucking nuts and, and penises. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're dicking balls. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> You're dicking balls. You know where that's from, right? Uh, it seems like it's got to be uh, Adam Sandler. It is an Adam Sandler bit. But I, beyond that, I don't have worried which one. It's just one of his uh, uh, specials. Okay. They're all going to laugh at you. Oh, from like his CDs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. God, I said um, CDs. I just dated myself. I know. Like, it's oh. one of his uh, comedy albums. It's the same one that had the song about, um, now take a bottle of shampoo and shove it up your ass. Right. Yeah. Quality, quality recordings. Okay. I'm telling you, I listened to that thing <laughs> so many fucking times. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, no, I no doubt. I had that CD too. And it was it was also... Um, Lunch Lady Land was in that one, right? Lunch Lady Land was on that, but also... Um, 
There was another one about, um, Ayúdame, ayúdame, ¿Dónde está biblioteca? Where's yeah, the Where's the library? Right, yeah, yeah, I got it. Help me and yeah. I don't remember, I don't recall that. Plutonium. But. They talked about plutonium. Uh, I know way too much about that fucking thing. You really do, because I don't remember hardly anything. Oh, it was good. We We should listen to that soon. Oh, it was God. funny. Okay. It was horrible. Uh, yeah. It's so raunchy. Right. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, um, circumcision not a big deal. Not okay. in, until later. Yeah. Yeah. And at the point that it did become somewhat of a big deal, yeah, um, it was probably a comforting thing to be able to look at their dicks <laughs> and to have that chopped off foreskin remind them that they were separate from the Babylonians. Ah. So they could look at their dick and be like, I'm separate because my dick is pretty. Okay. okay. Yeah, sure. And when they were and that they were in a legal binding agreement with God who was leading them to their promised land. Right. So whenever they were in doubt, they could just look at their dicks. Yeah. Okay. God and, and their dick made them feel good. Yeah. Okay. It was like physical proof that the promised land would be theirs again someday. Yeah. All you had to do was look at your penis and you would be like, Yeah. Yeah, that's the stuff right, right. there. Okay. The book of Genesis was being put into its final form at this point. So the editing of it would have stressed that. Got it. Okay. So it was being put into its final form when? Like at the beginning of the exile? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Okay. That's when they were beginning to put together like that's the when writing it started of to this. solidify what, mm-hmm. what the story was mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. So they would have really hardcore stressed the whole it's very, very important to chop off your um foreskin. Right. Okay. And it was less about hygiene and cleanliness and more about the magical power of increased fertility. Got it. Because we all want to be fertile and have all the sperms go from our clean, skinless dick into the vagina. So and we make can babies. have kids like the, the grains of the sand and the. the you have to you know, have so many the stars babies. in the sky. And, You're a and piece all of that. shit if you don't have so many babies. Right. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so now we're moving on to page 81. Of Asimov's Guide, Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, boy. I know. Oh, boy. And that that's going to be it for, for this, okay? Oh, okay. So, right. um, Abraham learned that Sodom and Gomorrah were about to be destroyed in a great catastrophe. Holy shit! Yeah. And, um, you know, his, his nephew Lot was living in Sodom. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, God! What am I going to do? Right. So he interceded. I remember this. On behalf of the inhabitants who might be righteous. He's like, but there's some good people yeah. that live there. Yeah. Fuck, man. He was arguing with God. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, this. Yeah, he was. And so Lot was allowed to escape, although his wife, you know, was... Yeah, she wasn't so lucky. She got turned into a pillar of salt, because yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because she fucking looked back. Yeah, yeah. She mm. couldn't resist looking back. Good times, right? And it's supposed to be a metaphor for, don't look at the things that you've lost. Look only forward to the things you will gain, and... I'm like, that's but not good psychology. But you die for that? You die for that. Right? Come on now. Yeah, no. It's no. bullshit. Also, psychology um, says that, no, you actually should examine your past a little bit and work through it so that right. you don't be a, a fucking idiot and keep making the same mistakes. Yeah. Like what we're doing in America right now with all of our fucking losing of rights. We're, we're, we're not looking at the past and we're making the same mistakes. But, yes. you know, whatever. Right. So the quote brimstone and fire that was rained upon those cities, yeah, probably was like a volcanic eruption and an earthquake, 
or and or it could have been like a large meteor strike. Sure. And you know those things happen. So yeah, yeah. it could have been any combination or all three at the same fucking time. And those people would have peed their pants and thought, you know, right, right. it is the end of the world. Yeah. So well, there's a lot of things that they've taken from the Bible that were probably more localized things. Localized like, events. Yeah. Yep. Like the, the flood. Like the flood. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So just to be honest and fair, TM, um, there is no evidence of such a catastrophe from that really? time in the record. Yeah. And there are no reports of any remains of civilizations buried under the waters of the Dead Sea, which is, they thought that maybe that, like scholars have suggested, maybe that is one of the things that happened, like that they had built their their cities on the shaky grounds of part of the Dead Sea that um, was dried up. I'd be interested in a follow-up this because, and, and only because... This book that Asimov wrote was back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And I could well, have sworn. it was sworn, 68. Or 68, so, whatever. Yeah. But I could have sworn in my lifetime that I had heard something about um, archaeological Sodom and Gomorrah type things. Well, I mean, I know that the Dead Sea Scrolls were found in the Dead Sea. Right, so. right. No, but I mean, maybe like in our next so book. So what else was found down there is, is what I'm asking. I hope I know. So, yeah, that would be something that... I would like to follow up after Asimov's time. Yeah, so like maybe the next time we do the book club next week, maybe we follow up with that one. Just you as want a, to do a Q&A? Well, no, no, not necessarily a Q&A, but just like a follow-up. Like, you know. So on top of reading the next section, you want me to do a little <laughs> research on my research? Well, yeah. I just want to make sure I understand this correctly. O- only because I'm questioning that a little bit. How about you have some homework and you fucking research it? <sighs> We'll see. We'll I only see. say that because, like, God, I'm doing all the fucking research here. Just saying. I will, I'll switch you jobs. How's you know, that? You do the tech. I do the research. I'm just <laughs> telling you that that's a lot on my plate. Okay? I'm, yeah, I get it. I'm okay. Good. Well, we'll see what happens. And one of us will get back to you guys on <laughs> right. um, where the fuck Sodom and Gomorrah may have been located or not. Or not and what may have caused those kinds of catastrophes or not not, and what may or may not have existed beneath the uh, Dead Sea. Right. Along with the Dead Sea Scrolls. Sure. So that takes up that portion of, that was poorly said. Let me try that again. (laughs) Um, That will be it for that section of Asimov's Guide to the Bible. And next time we will be covering... Uh, pages 83 through 100. Okay. We're still in the book of Genesis. Okay. My God. All it right. goes on forever. Right. Here are the topics we will be covering. Ready? Hold I'm on ready. to your butts. I'm ready. It's a lot. Moab and Ammon. Gerar. Beersheba. Paran. Moriah. Aram and Chesed. Machpelah. Mesopotamia. Syria. Midian. Edom. Bethel. Reuben and his brothers. Sierra, Israel, and Sheshem. Jesus. I know, right? That's a lot of shit. That's a lot of shit. But okay. I've tried to keep all of these sections. They're between 15 to 18 pages long. Got it. So okay. nothing. It's it's more sections crammed into about the same amount of pages. Right, right. So. Okay. Well, sounds good. I mean, we've got some good information today. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, informing. It's, it's, it has me question some things that we read and mm-hmm. makes me think about it a little bit more. Well, so. that and it's also a good refresher because I clearly right. don't remember a lot of this stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, I, you and I have talked about this. Like, we've... 
we've had some interactions with things where where we do recall a lot more than we thought we did. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's obvious that we're gaining knowledge from this. Mm-hmm. But there's still so many fucking stories and so many side stories that it, I couldn't for the life of me hold this all in my head. No, and I have a hard time with the geography of it. Wait, who was going where at what time? Yeah, what? Yeah, which is which this is actually helpful with because yeah. he's pointing out a lot more of that kind of stuff than mm-hmm. I was able to pick up on when we were in the books. So right. it, it is definitely helpful with regard to that. Yeah, I'm but, enjoying it. Yeah, I'll especially, I think, enjoy it when we get to, like, Exodus and, like, making the trip through. The trek. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah. That, that was a lot of fucking meandering. That was. I'm like, where the fuck were they going? So much meandering. But. Those 40 years in the desert. Yeah. Fuck right? you. <laughs> All right. Well, that was, uh, that was our book club for today. Sacrilegious book club. <laughs> and we will see you guys again next Sunday. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.